This week on the Teleloader RC Podcast, this is our Pragna Nation episode. Today we're going to talk about helicopters and dumb stuff. First up, Monty has his name, usually clergyman for Shaggy. I just want to throw a brick at the back of Shaggy's head right now. And Ben gives us a lesson in continuing education. I've spent 15 hours listening to continuing education while flying on the simulator. <laughs> so I have a nice callus on my thumb and I've basically been stuck in a left pirouette for the past week. And Shaggy gets his own lesson. Well, I just looked up Ur- Urban Dictionary. <laughs> kind of wish I didn't now. And Grandpa just needs to learn how to use a dictionary. It's like being regenerated. I mean, is that rejuvenated? Regenerated? Rejuvenated, right? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Telerotor RC. This is episode 36, 2020 Holiday Rambling. This is Robert Monty, and with me I have Rich Sowers. Hey guys, what's up? Michael Shaggy Parker. What's that? Mike DiPaolo. Does he even exist anymore? Nah, we'll talk about that know. later. Okay. And returning guest, Dr. Ben Miner. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Congratulations, Ben. You have now replaced Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Two episodes back to back, it's official. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of how it works. <laughs> we don't want you, really. You just happen to be handy to fill in the space. <laughs> You need port in a storm. Hell, uh, hell, Cliff has been doing better representation. Uh, oh, he, at least he called freefall for me. I still want my forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a good friend. Uh, so first up, what we did since last episode. I'm gonna go first. Again this month? That's two in a row, dude. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Um, I have been flying at my home clubs uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been, uh, you know, a bunch of tons of activity going on at the Thornburg at Fredericksburg Area RC. So, been flying there mostly, and then been flying another club I'm a member of um, down in Charlottesville. And. Uh, eh, just mainly been hovering, <laughs> hovering <laughs> in aerobatics, um, uh, doing some 3d. I have given the model over to Shaggy. So I will talk about that a little later as far as the, uh, Protos, but, um, mm-hmm. yep. I only got, I only got the one flying model with me right now. So that's really all I've been doing flying. That's cool. So I heard Steve's been hanging out with you guys last couple of weeks. Well, he's a member of the club, so I really wouldn't call it hanging out. He's just to, uh, he, he's uh, another guy. True. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's a, cool. there's a group of us and we're all talking. And uh, so, Ben, uh, what have you been doing since uh, actually you recorded with us last? Uh, well, I'll give a little background. Because of lovely COVID, my veterinary medical continuing education, normally we get it going to dinner meetings and things like that or conferences, but COVID completely ruined all of this. So I find myself 
having to watch presentations on the computer or listen to them as the case is. So since I have to get 15 hours of continuing education, I've spent 15 hours listening to continuing education while flying on the simulator. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a nice callus on my thumb and I've basically been stuck in a left pirouette for the past week. Uh, <laughs> learning to pyro fly both right side up and upside down because that it's pretty clear to me is the key to being able to do pyro flips in control rather than just some weird muscle memory thing where you do a couple and all of a sudden the model goes zinging off, off into nowhere because you got out of phase. So I've, I've logged a ton of simulator time and I've been flying about three times a week as well. So I don't know. Uh-huh. Grumble, 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 retired friends, grumble, grumble. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. That's a- but now on the simulator, do sick dogs chase helicopters around? No, it's actually, it, you know, seriously, it's kind of interesting. I can, I told you in the last, kind of said in the last episode, when you're doing this stuff, if you're, concentrating enough or like clocking the tail or things like that enough that you can't really do anything but fixate and stare or you get to give yourself a headache. You're not really doing it right. But I've been able to listen to these talks, score 100% on all the assessment tests and still fly the model on the simulator and still get better. So <laughs> Now that's talent. Well, it, it's I'm not really saying that. That's, I'm not saying that in a bragging kind of way. It, it, what it shows is that when some of the stuff that Augie has talked about is working like it's supposed to, you're not bogging down your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. You're still getting muscle memory stuff in there, but you're not bogging down your brain trying to do so many mental calculations. So I knew that when I was still able to remember what I was listening to in those talks, and it's important. I mean, that's part of, that's my professional career, but I'm still right. able to process the information, yet I'm still able to fly that model while I'm listening to those talks. Yeah, yeah. It's- and I, I can do both. That means it's working kind of like it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. It's much like uh, walking, having a conversation with a friend and being able to recall it later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was was talking to Cliff the other day and um, something kind of similar, Ben, is I can tell where my instincts are at when I do like a a 3 a.m. night flight and I've been up all day long. Um, At that point, I can still fly, but my flight breaks down into, I basically just do stall turns back and forth in front of me and do autos. (laughs) There's not much useful going on, but I can do it. Um, Or just how much of a conversation I can have while on the flight line. With people mm. before, you know, you watch buffering happen as I try and talk with people and I continue flying my model as it's the priority. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, you can tell when you're carrying on a conversation when somebody's behind you and all of a sudden you stop talking. That That's when the, <laughs> the brain, the, the wheels are turning a little too hard. Yeah. It's it kind of cool, cool. It's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. That ought to be that ought to be that ought to be a test. See if I can talk to a guy while he's landing a helicopter or landing an airplane. See how much of the conversation he has before he blames you for his landing. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go next? I'm gonna go with Apollo next. Um he's in the attic playing with electricity at a place he lives in. 
Um, he wrote, he is eating dicks. Um, <laughs> Are you sure he wrote that? Yes, he did. Um, I wrote down, Virginia is a right-to-work state, and DePaulo has chosen not to show up at work. A suitable replacement will be found. Um, <laughs> All right, Shaggy, go. Do your thing, man. Well, I just looked up Ur- Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of wish it didn't now. The spiral is now going down. Now it's going to spiral. Oh, God. Shaggy is. I wonder what the word of the day is on the page. (laughs) Go ahead. What have you been doing since last time? Um, Stuff. As I wrote down. (laughs) So, since. uh, Okay, so. I did go out and fly for a little bit, flew out with uh, Rob and Steve. That a couple weeks, I don't know how long ago is it, a week or two weeks, I don't know. But uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I can't remember what I did. I know I flew helicopters and didn't crash, which was good. Oh, yes, right. We did a tandem. A uh, tandem? Tandem. Yeah, Rob, Steve, and I basically went to the flight line and flew in front of the plane guys because they wouldn't let us fly. And uh, that was quite fun, actually. Just all of us flying. Yeah, it was, uh, I was surprised, even with you, you were doing low head speed 3D, and, um... I did crank it up a little bit. You did, uh, uh, yeah, you did after a bit, and then, um, Steve was doing orientations and doing some flying stuff, but both you guys were, Steve was probably keeping it closest in, you were a little higher and close in, and I was way up and way out doing, um, you know, F3C Schedule P stuff. Yep. And, uh, I could still hear my model, yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, I can still hear my models. Like, this ain't half bad. So, no, we found we found there's there uh, is there's there's drama. Yeah, um, yeah, there's there's drama and there's just there's, there's uh, no, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Mm. So. That, that, you know, that first time I flew since our CHO, and that was quite fun, uh, or at least, you know, at, a, at an event with people. Uh, I did get my Oxy-2 going. I <laughs> So, uh, this is, I, so Jamie basically got a overhaul, and uh, it's been stretched to a 210 now, and I have basically the aluminum head and the whole aluminum tail now, because that was on the one that Cliff gave me. So, I just put all that on there, stretched to a 210, and... I resetted the gyro and just reprogrammed it and everything. Uh, went to spool it up to set because I have a hobby wing in there now to set the gov up. And the motor got about maybe fifty percent uh, spooled up, and I chucked the tail blade. <laughs> Ooh, the blade grip and everything just shot off. Like, well, maybe I should have checked checked the Loctite on those bolts. Choo choo! Yeah, Cliff kid. did build it. Um, <laughs> I never found that blade grip. <laughs> It's somewhere out in the yard. It has a bright orange tail blade. I can't find it. I have no idea where it went. Further than you're searching. Dude, I've gone like 200 feet each direction. I can't You'll find, find it with it. the lawnmower. It's probably been found. I don't know. We still can't find it. Uh, so I just went back inside, put another blade grip on there, changed the set of rotor blades because obviously they're not going to match. Um, then I went, you know, now they got dark, so I had to turn the lights on outside and of course, did the um the the, the spool up uh for the gov, and so I I got it spooled up, got the gov all set up, and then of course I reset it and just start flying. It flies like shit. 
So, yeah, I, I, I flew the Oxy-2. Uh, it flies like crap because the settings are completely garbage right now. They're ba- baseline, so I got to... I got to work on tuning in that, but I just wanted to get it flying because then that's one less model I have to, or one, one model that's not on the bench, not flying. So I was happy about that. Uh, as, as Rob mentioned, I do have the Protos and I was uh, doing some work on that. It's ready to fly again with something else on it. Uh, and the last thing I want to mention is the, uh, I've been doing some more, obviously, bladesmithing and stuff, and the uh, helicopter blade that I've been working on, uh, it's got a really sharp edge. I've got about five lacerations on my hands from it. I want to make a lot more of these 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 blades, so I need basically crashed parts, like you know, head spindles, tail spindles, uh, in shafts, secondary shafts, uh, jack shafts, I don't care, it's high carbon, uh, as well as, like, like broken up carbon fiber frames or even like goblin booms and maybe some aluminum bearing blocks that are bent because I want to make um, guards off of those. And also I want to get like broken frames, cut them all up in pieces and then put making an epoxy or making a mold so I could put epoxy and then the frame pieces in there and lay it out in a certain way. And then I can cut that in half and then make those make the scales out of those. So you'll have like a bunch of carbon fiber parts and blades and all that stuff all in the handle. Well, hmm. My bet so, is to go to parts. North Carolina more often. And, yes, uh, I, need to gi- I need to give them a bucket and just say, throw your shit in here. Well, if you ask them to do that, they might actually throw shit yeah. in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need to word it better because they take things literally there. Yep. Last night, actually, I saw something for the first time, but it was the uh, Intel's new um, like light show multi-rotors. Mm-hmm. They, they, I was driving home with my parents. We went to go see Christmas lights in Richmond, and uh, we saw from the road. Immediately, I knew that's exactly what those were. We pulled over. Sure enough, they were having a light display at our local uh, theme park, King's Dominion. Oh, wow. They, uh, they were taking it off on the park, and yeah, I mean, you know, I've seen videos of it, you know, for, mm-hmm. I, and I've been following Intel for the past couple of years of them developing this this new processor with the real sense and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but uh, the scene in person... Dude, it messes with your mind because it's <laughs> three-dimensional. Huh. I mean, it's it's actually kind of scary because it's just because like they, they were doing Christmas theme, of course. And, you know, like they had uh, they had had to go into where it was like a reindeer running and it was in the reindeer would actually like rotate a little bit side to side. And mm. then they had another one where it was like Rudolph's head with the nose and everything. And it looked like it was coming at you. It was just creepy, but it was cool at the same time. Uh, hmm. there was well over a thousand of these quads just flying. Um, so it, it was just, it was just an interesting sight to see that in person. Uh, honestly, I've always, um, uh, appreciated power techniques and I've always wanted to be, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a power te- technician. To Says be able the to, like, guy that fills fire extinguishers for a living. Well, but no, but seriously, I've always, ever since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated with that stuff. But then after uh-huh. seeing this, it's like, this is actually something that could replace pyrotechnics. Like it looks that much cooler. Yeah. Um, so it's just it was just so interesting to see that. Um, I got a video. I put it up on the Facebook. Um, Facebook. It, it's just. Did he say the Facebook? He did. <laughs> God. Just like my dad, man. Yeah. <laughs> I put it up on the Facebook. <laughs> I just. But it was just. Oh, shut up! Stop making fun of me. No, it's too easy. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. you know, it's just seeing that it's like that's something that I would honestly I'd like to figure out what kind of job or what kind of knowledge you need or what kind of schooling you need to do to feel the you know, to do that kind of stuff. It's just, you just it's need just, to be in the right place in the right time for your employer to decide they want to buy a shit ton of drones. That's it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, you're probably There's right. There's no college degree for that shit. <sighs> yeah, you basically hit a button, let it go. Mm, I probably smashed a few figuring it out, but... <laughs> uh, it was just very exciting to see that. And, um, yeah, they're pretty cool. I'd like to see them. Look at the Facebook video we uploaded. Yeah, but it's it, it, that doesn't do it justice though. Seeing it no, in person, I'd like to I'd like, like to actually go over where the guys are doing it and talk to them and stuff. While yeah, I'd like to stand right underneath of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, or catch <laughs> or stand amongst it. It'd be fun to watch the guys lay them out. You know, is there an order they have to be laid out? I, doubt I was it. doing more research, dude. They're stacked on top of each other. Yeah, that makes sense. They they, they literally stack like totes and they take off off top of each other. It's freaking cool. Anyway. It was just a very exciting, you know, moment to see. I, I'm, I'm just grateful cool. to be able to see that. That was actually really, really cool to see that. I can imagine anyway. he was like Ralphie. He's got dreams of drones painting pictures in his mind as he goes to sleep. No, thinking don't of sugar say that plums. Word. Don't say that word. That drones. Word does, Ralphie. Uh, no dreams. The, uh, <laughs> the other D word. Drones. Yes, I hate that word. I hate yeah, that you're word. a drone pilot. Next. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. So that's about all I did. So, Rich, go. Dude, I've been flying a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, every chance I've gotten, I've been flying. And uh, I've been running to the field just to get three batteries in as I'm, when I'm going somewhere. Um, it, I have, since I got the, five, the XL Power 550 flying and since I got my contacts, and I have been flying just practicing flying away like till I can't see the helicopter and pull up. And, um, man, I, I just, it's like being regenerated. I mean, or is that rejuvenated, regenerated, rejuvenated, <laughs> right? Um, I tell you, I've been learning some interesting things about flying a helicopter in a straight line, um, and pulling high stall turns when they're far away, how you you can't tell how vertical you are. Right. Um, but you can hear it. Because you can hear when the blades go negative to positive and vice versa. So you can kind of tell when you've started pushing and pulling. You know what I mean? Um, when you pull up into a stall turn with a helicopter way out so that you, you know, you can see it. Um, but when you pull up, you can't tell how vertical you are, right? What do you but mean? You can hear when the blades go back and forth. What do you mean by you can't tell how vertical you are? You pull up, but you're, I'm far enough away where I can't tell. I can tell I'm going vertical. Yes. But I can't tell whether the wind's blowing me. You know, if if I'm turning into the wind, whether the wind's blowing it towards me. I can't tell whether when I pull up, I'm actually vertical. I'm Maybe I'm a little bit, you know, towards inverted or away from inverted. You know what I mean? I can't tell how vertical I am when I'm far away. But I can definitely hear when I'm going positive and negative during that correction. You know what I mean? From because typically when you pull up in the stall turn, you want to go to zero degrees pitch or so. No. You know what do you mean? No. No. Close to it. Um. Okay. Uh, so if you do a stall turn, you you fly out and you pull up. If you keep positive pitch, and you'll helicopter will move back towards you, right? 
If you were doing the stall turn, if you were doing the stall turn properly, you'd be flying the model downwind, and when you pull up, the wind would be hitting the top of the rotor head. So staying in the positive would likely keep the model very close to making a vertical yeah, line. Yeah, that would. Yeah, but what if you're doing a stall turn on the other side downwind? Uh, in which case, you would probably start to have an understanding of how much negative you need, so you could put some negative into it to keep the line. Well, that's sort of what I was talking about. Yeah, but you can't, what I'm saying is, is learning that and, and um, how it sounds. It just uh, anyway, um, some things I've been playing you with. You know, to be honest, I I because in Schedule F, I am forced to do upwind stalls, and uh-huh. I I do not rely upon the sound because they're not centered, but they they are off my shoulder, but not far. A lot of it comes down to. Just putting in – you put in what's needed and then adjust a little bit from there. Right. But even I'm flying – these stall turns are like turnaround stall turns, right? Right. You've never seen me fly this far out. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. You're way, yeah. When I'm way out there, I don't give a hoot. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just way out. And what I'm saying, though, is it's, it's relearning for me. You know what I mean? Or I say okay. relearning, but I mean it's – I've literally been flying till I can just see the ta- – you know, I mean, the helicopter looks sort of like a dot. And then pull up, and then I can see which way it's moving, right? But I also can't tell when it's that far out whether I'm slightly canted or not. In other words, the disc is slightly right or left until I pull out. You know, so I go up, do the stall, start to come back. And then when I pull out, of course, the helicopter's either moving towards me or away from me a little bit. Um, a little bit of – a little bit of, of – so the rudder, when you come out of a stall turn, you do that last – uh, 90 degree uh, elevator. Right. Um, the rudder, if the rudder is going to be mostly your fault. <laughs> if the no, rudder, if the not- rudder's not straight, but if the model, if you find the model is leaning one direction uh, common, it's kind of pretty common that you need to give aileron in order to correct it. No, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's it's not the tail that's the issue. I can get the tail up and down. Yeah. I can see where it's at. What I can't see is how not level the level's not right going you know i mean but how square the disc is to me um until i pull out right so because one of the things i'm trying to do is get lined up to fly a straight line right back and just back and forth i have flown probably i don't know 50 or 60 batteries just flying up and down the flight line just back and forth throwing a loop or a roll in there once in a while but just yeah using that stall turn to set myself up which yep. is what you were always yelling me about right yeah um, and I, I find it's just, it's not as easy to come have the stall turn, you know, pull out when I'm pulling out of the stall turn, I'm finding I'm not on the line. I think I am when I pull up. Does that make sense? So if I try to get lined up so that on my, as I'm moving down the field and I get ready to pull up, right? So I'm letting it fly, letting it fly. Helicopter is basically on the line that I want it to be on. Say like, for instance, if you were, you know, in Fredericksburg, you've got the the edge of the field where the grass is cut and then where, say, the corn starts, right? Uh-huh. Using that line as the line to f- – use as a straight line, you're trying to fly that line, uh-huh. right? So, if you pull out of the stall turn and the f- model is either moving away or towards you, you're not on that line. you got to get it back on that line. And flying way far out, which is what we were talking about, like, gives you plenty of time to get back on that line. But it's hard – it's harder than it sounds to fly that line back and forth. Ben and I actually got into this earlier this year as this was something that's been plaguing me in the long term. 
mm-hmm. and the guidance that he gave and that I've I've uh, been working on is pick up you know go out there go out there to that imaginary line you're flying over mm-hmm. turn 90 degrees right le- right and left and look what's in front of you look look what's in front of that area and then fly your model to that spot. So you're saying fly to a tree or something? Fly, yeah, fly to some sort a, of landmark, something, mark, something right. you can consistently pick out over and over again. Fly to that spot, and then when you turn the model back around and come through, you need to be flying to the other spot on the other side. Um, that has been uh, a key to me being way more consistent on coming through in a straight line that is actually parallel with the zero line that the judges are on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense because I mean, I'm finding I'm having to do a lot of correcting to get back on that line yep. as the model approaches the end of the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do most of my corrections before I get into what would be the viewing window for the maneuvers. Right. And that's exactly what I'm, I'm, I'm finding I'm having to do a lot of yep. correction to get where I want it. Yeah. And so um, it starts on, you need to fly, you need to pick a point off your left shoulder and fly over that point and then pick a point off your right shoulder, you know, to your right and fly to that point mm-hmm. and you'll find that you will fly a much straighter line. You know, I'll have to try that one out because I've just been shooting out, seeing where I end up kind of as I'm getting lined back up. Yeah. Coming back down the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what I find is I'm concentrating or playing so much with moving the model around to get on that line. It, it does a bad job of setting you up for your loop or your roll. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get, in other words, if I'm doing a correction to get on the line, all of a sudden the model's getting towards being in front of me and now it's time to pull up for my loop and I may not be perfectly level. You know what I mean? And so you're yeah. making corrections on the upline of the loop. Yep. 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 Um, and and that's what that is one of the big things as as a judge and a pilot who flies at the higher levels now is as as your experience and skill increases you'll get the corrections needed and done before you come into within the judging window right because you'll you'll watch like most all the F3C competitors um, you'll watch like I'll go out there and call for the guys and I'll watch them do their last adjustments and then I'll call the maneuver. They don't, they don't, they don't tell me when to call it. I watch them do their mm-hmm. last adjustments and I call the maneuver start. And cause you know, ultimately you, once you get in that viewing window, you do not want to be adjusting the model anymore, but right, um, right. yeah, don't feel bad. You, you're actually catching on to something that's really good. And, and as you continue to practice it, it will, you'll find that you get the corrections done before you want to do the maneuver. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just showing you that how much I'm learning by flying out and away again. Yeah. Um, and I'm flying high. I'm probably most of, I mean, I'm at all of 75 to 100 feet all the time. Yeah. Um, maybe 125 feet a lot of time. You know, I mean, I, I'm i bad at guessing distance, but that for me, that's high. Um, um, and it might even be higher than that. I'm, I'm pretty bad at judging distance, but it's. So um, to say this. In a different way, FAI, uh, the F3C and F3N committee uh, made it much more clear this year for F3C about how far out a model should be. And it's, um, I want to say it was 80 to 100 meters, which puts you in the 300 foot range. So they want the model, like what they consider the optimal viewing window is 300 feet out from you. Right, but I'm talking about altitude. And so that comes back into, they want the the model, what is it, um... It's thirty. You want it thirty feet, isn't it, Ben? 
30 feet above the ground at yeah, minimum. Min yeah min minimum 10 meters yeah 10 meters 30, yeah. 10 30 meters. 33 feet 32 feet 9 inches or whatever yeah, yeah. i'm way higher than I, i'm way well 30 Three, what'd you say, 30 meters? 10, 10 meters, 33 feet. Oh, 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. So, those, the, the, so the, I'm not saying that's where you should be as far as like no. altitude, but if you're not lower than 30 feet, then you're still good. It really comes up, you can be too low underneath 30 feet and you can be too high, which in judging for FAI means you're, I think it's beyond like, what is it, like 75 degrees, I think's the angle. I tell you right now I'm I'm flying high because I'm learning to do it again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm flying away and higher. Um, I mean that whole thing right now. That's what I'm learning, trying to learn to do is just fly away, be big air versus just be. You know, you guys know I I rarely flew the whole length of the field. At all. Um. Yeah, that's changed. Yeah, I'll have to. So, we'll have to wait until we get to a, a field where it's just you and I again, where I can actually see you fly. Because at the fun flies, you don't fly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I fly. I just didn't fly while you guys were there this time. Uh, you you know, I've been... I was night... I night flew, and I flew during the day. I flew my 550. I did. A couple times. Which event? It, um... It, uh... Fall pole. Okay. Okay. Um, I did. I did. I believe you. I believe you. But it's okay. I didn't um, see it. No, you did not see it. Yeah. There was a lot of people flying Saturday. Yeah. I don't think I flew the 550 on Saturday. Okay. Um, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I did. But, you know, in all of this flying, I had an interesting thing happen. Um, and, Ben, I don't know if you've seen this or thought about this or maybe you already took this into account. But when I built that model, you know, the boom supports are simply a um, ball link. And when I was putting that together, I it didn't make me nervous, but I questioned it. And I did not put a washer over the end of that ball link. And when I built the model, those ball links were tight or, or pretty tight. You know, what I mean, you could move them, but they were they were they were pinch tight. While one of these passes I was doing, I looked up and I could see something dragging behind the helicopter, and I thought. Did I pick some grass up or something when I freaking took off? I didn't know. I would have seen it by now. And I realized, like, in a horror that that had to be a boom support hanging out behind the back of the helicopter. And I was like, oh, shit. I got to get this down before I hit the tail or something with this boom support. So, I came back around and landed. And sure enough, one of the boom supports had come and came off the ball. Hmm. Um, and actually, when I went to put, clip it back on, it was quite loose. I have not heard of this being a problem on the XL Power 550. Um, haven't read anything. Haven't talked to anybody about it. But in my case, that boom support got loose. I don't know if I've got a vibration or something that may have caused that. It doesn't have a high level of vibration on the vibration monitor. I checked it. Um, so I'm not sure. But before I flew it again, it now has a washer to be able to keep that ball link from popping off. Yeah, you use the washer, and since that that joint does not have to articulate, you can also just soak the ball, the ball, and the ball, and uh, just soak it with thin CA. Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't do that, but I did put a washer on, and I went back to double check the the instructions to make sure it didn't show one a washer, and that I missed something. 
There is no washer. It is just the ball and the ball link in the manual. Yeah, I'm surprised. So, I'm surprised that popped off. Yeah, it, it. I don't know, but I tell you, and it was loose. Like, I mean, it was really easy to pop it off when I popped it back on. Now, luckily, it was the boom support on the opposite side of the boom as the uh, rotor, as a tail rotor. And because of the way that's designed with that other ball link on the back, it could it can't really move up. So it didn't flop up into the blades, and it was on the side of the helicopter that the tail rotor wasn't on. Yeah, so if he didn't go inverted, that would have been a kaboom. Yeah. Yeah, but it all, I mean, it were, I, I saw it. It was weird because I got this pass, and I did, it kind of passed, and I was like, what the hell is behind the helicopter? Holy crap, I went back the other direction and went, oh, shit. And uh, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks when I realized what it actually was. So if you've got if you've got an XL Power Five Fifty, you might want to check it, um, or at least I'd throw at least at the very least throw some washers um, on there that are just a little bit bigger so it can't come off if it does happen to pop off the ball. Um, but I just wanted to, wanted to mention that I was going to put a post up on Heli Freak and I haven't done it not Heli Freak but on uh, Heli Hangout but I haven't done it yet. Um, I need to do that. So uh, other than that, I mean. It's been every every chance I get, I've been out flying. So um, I've put a lot of flights in since uh, fall since the fall pull. So um, anyway, that's mainly it. I haven't bought anything or done. It. Well, you know what? Did you guys get anything during uh, Black Friday? How many fucking cards, sweetheart? What'd you buy during Black Friday? Blade grips. Blade grips for, for my six hundred. For six hundred. That's cool. Yeah, I bought a pack that's of it. ball links. For your XL power? No, I just had notes for something else. I just bought a pack of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, yeah, same here. It just so happened to end up on Black Friday. I, I, I don't care how much something is on sale. If I don't need something, I'm not going to buy something just because it's on sale. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. Yeah. I did buy some spare parts for the XL power because um, they had, there were some a couple of really good sales. Um I tell you what, man, Cajun Aircraft had twenty percent off. Yeah, they did all their XL Power stuff, including their models. They were they had the XL Power five twenty for three hundred seventy five bucks with a motor and blades. It's a good deal for those guys that yeah. picked it up. I think uh, what's his name? Phil Goodman. I think I think Phil Goodman went up. We ended up buying two of them. Well, I, I thought about buying one just for parts, but I already had a parts bird, so I didn't. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good deal. Um, I did pick up a couple of, um, capacitor backup packs. Um. Well, no shit. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. All right. I think that's it. Uh. Moving okay, it on. Fine. We got news. News of the day. Oh my God. I've been I've been I've been listening to a uh, the rerun of RCH. I don't think they ever said yeah. news of the day. Yes, well, it's a day, decade, millennia. Uh, we've Rob went all already. I just want to throw a brick at the back of Shaggy's head right now. <sighs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go to your house today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe how good you sound. Oh, great! You said it. <clears throat> oh, I did. <laughs> All right, RC Heli News and Heli event coverage. There's been no events. Oh, I will say one piece of event coverage. They decided to do a get together at uh, Torches. 
<laughs> I think it'll be in this weekend, which means by the time this is out, it'll have already happened. Good for them. <laughs> it's good that they decided to 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 oh, get together. Yes. So they didn't make a big thing out. No, of it. I, I figure they wouldn't because that would require a permit and having to talk with government and whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um. So the other bit of heli news is. Our good friend, Ben, has uh, actually had his hands on the 16iZ. Yay. I saw the pictures. Yeah, Futaba USA was kind enough to send me a, a, a test sample of the transmitter, and I've had it for, I guess, two weeks now. It's got uh, between simulator and uh, actual real wheel flying, as I call it. I've got about... Uh, Hold on a minute. I boot it up. I heard the Fatapa boot sound. <laughs> you hear it screaming at me. And the switch sound. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, basically 13 hours on the transmitter, so wow. functionally well over 100 flights on it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's been very good. The screen was advertised by Fataba as being brighter than the one that's present in the 16SZ and the 18SZ, and that is indeed the case. We've had them side-by-side out on a sunny day. That would be nice. Uh, It's a very touch-responsive. You don't have to fight it at all, getting getting it to respond to input. The software is basically the same as the 16SZ and the 18SZ, with the exception of the exact same CGY760R gyro integration that's present in the 32NZ. Uh, it's got some creature comforts on it, like you can plug a simulator directly into it via USB-C connection. It does come standard with a will come standard with a lithium uh, battery pack rather than a nickel metal hydride. Although it's it's very flexible in that regard, you can plug any anything from a five cell NICAD into into it uh, all the way up to uh, a lipo but it comes with a I believe it's the the, the pack that's going to come with is a is a life life pack what else the sticks are a new design that actually it allows you for those who are depending on what market you're in to be able to switch from mode two to mode one configuration without taking the transmitter apart so you can actually access that stuff on the backside. But they're very smooth. The people that I've let fly, basically hold the transmitter, fondle it, if you will, uh, have been, they thought they were smooth. And I've, having basically done nonstop pyro flipping with it for the past 10 hours, that's not too much of an exaggeration. They pretty much feel the exact same way now as they did when the radio was playing. The transmitter was brand new. What about the switch locations, Ben, compared to like yeah, your 32? That's a good question. The transmitter's form factor is probably, by my eye, it's about 90% the same size as a 32NZ. The switches are a wee bit closer together uh, in the back because the overall transmitter is a little bit smaller. They are a little bit closer together than on the 32. Hmm. The 16NZ is... Um I've had to reposition the way I hold the radio because I can't have my middle finger in between those two switches because uh, I feel like because I, I would accidentally hit the throttle hold switch. Um, so like sp- switch spacing is definitely you know a concern for me. 
Uh, I've had to learn how to relearn the 16. I this see. shouldn't be any worse than any more problematic than, than than what you're already used to. Like I say, the, the the case is a little bit a little bit small, and the case it, it's it's thinner, if you will. It it is extremely comfortable. I mean, I can sim on it for hour and a half, nearly two hours straight, and not get all cramped up. Uh, it, it's hmm. every bit as comfortable or more so than my 32 is. Because uh, so yeah, your 32 is the first Futaba that I felt really fit my hands really well. It really does fit like a glove. Um, yeah, when Nick when Nick showed the 32MZ at Urcha last year, I he handed it to me and I felt it. And I actually was amazed, at one, of how light it was, and two, how well it did fit. So if this is any similar, I'm... Considering yeah, you think that this radio is, is quite, it, it is quite lightweight. It's lighter than a 32, uh, for, further lighter than a 32. But a couple, couple little details. Uh, there was a, <clears throat> a bulletin out on the Fataba Japan website that they'd had a, a product bulletin on the battery pack of this, of the transmitter. And the gist of the matter was, the uh, it, the battery that comes with it has built-in thermal protection, and there was an error in the way the the thermal protection was being executed, and it was actually it basically didn't want you to charge the thing if the temperature was below basically room temperature. There was no safety issue. I repeat this: is there's no safety issue, and the problem obviously is going to be corrected, but it's going to push back U.S. release probably until about February first because they've got to get get packs resupplied. Uh, but there's no, there's nothing that anybody would would have had it gotten out there. Anybody would have crashed over. It was just had to do with the way with the operating range of the thermal protection. Does um, uh, does the battery pack use the same receiver plug that they've been using for? Yes, slums? that's what I'm saying. I, I but my my sample did not come with a battery pack. Ah. I've got just a 2s uh, lipo. I think like a 1300 mil lipo in there, which is less capacity than what it's going to come with, and it still lasts for a long time yeah. uh, I've, I've also run it off of a life pack and it's got this it's similar to the way the uh the 16 and the 18 sd have there's a uh the screen for the battery allows you to either set for a lipo at which it, it sets the the alarm settings or you can manually set the the threshold that you mm-hmm. want it to holler at you when the battery pack has gotten too low so it, it's very flexible in what you can put in the back and, and, and operate the transmitter yeah, after after uh, my dear friend Hittle um, nuked my life pack of my transmitter last fall, I found out that yeah, the 18SZ can take a lipo, um, a two cell lipo. So yeah, I, I guess is the thermal protection of the transmitter. Are you saying the thermal protection's in the battery? I think it's in the way I understand it. It's the battery. Okay, it, it, it's the battery. Interesting. Uh, but I, I just wanted, you know, when the thing, particularly since it came out in Japan, I didn't want anybody, people to think that the transmitter had some safety or reliability issue. It didn't have anything to do with that. It mm. was just, I, I, you might as well, when something like that happens, you might as well laugh as do anything. But yeah, they, they were in the notation, they basically were advising not to like warm the battery pack up or do anything, just try to, to <laughs> do anything foolish to try to get it to charge. Like, I guess they figured somebody might try to hit it with a heat gun or something to warm it up, but it's fine. It'll it'll be resolved, and the ones coming into the United States will uh will will all the problem will be corrected. The other little detail, it, 
particularly for U.S. customers, for whatever reason, the transmitters going to the European market will not have the fast protocol supported. I don't know why that is. That is not the case with the ones that are coming to the United States. It's, it's, I don't know what the background of that is, but the ones coming to the U.S. will be able to do FHSS, TFHSS, fastest and fast, like just like the 16 and 18. Hmm. So I got a question for you, Ben. Uh, I noticed the price point. It was around the $600 yeah. range. Is that, that correct? That is my understanding. That So why is this one having, you know, it seems like it has so much more features, $200 cheaper than the 16.8 SC. They, they've been able to make the thing more affordable some, somewhere in some part, by the way, the stick assemblies have been designed. Again, they are not crappy sticks. They, they, they're very smooth and they're, they're wearing perfectly well with just repeated over and over and over and over and over and over use on my transmitter. But, it, but they all, and there's, there's other ways that they've been able to, to, to make the transmitter more affordable without quote unquote, making it cheap, cheapy, so to speak, like on the, those that have a 16 SC or an 18 SC, you, you'll know that it has like the shiny buttons for like the user menu and the return button. Well, yeah. rather than having like a standalone button, this thing uses, it's kind of like a cutout in the front of the transmitter case that allows the, that cutout to flex, which then contacts the micro switch underneath. It's the same way it does. It works in the regular transmitter. It's still bumping a micro switch, but rather than having to mold a discrete part that's a button, it's, it's just smoothly in, in the front of the case right next to the screen. It works perfectly well, and it'll never, it's nothing to go wrong because there's nothing there to go wrong with the way they execute the quote unquote button. Yeah, but when yeah. You, but okay. when you do, when so the molding's different. It's not about being different. It's about the fact that it's one piece molded with a bit of milling as opposed yeah, to yeah, milling as opposed to molding three pieces. Or or, or mold or they yeah. just mold that. I guess actually they don't. They just mold the slot. The slot is in the mold. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's basically a flex point shaggy that that creates the button. I see. But it's not. But I it's not mean. the way they've got it designed. There's no way it's ever going to be a fatigue point. It's not if you hit that button five million times it's not going to start cracking at the corner it's not designed like that yeah that's cool yeah yeah that's cool that's it's crazy how something small like that can can really make a big difference in the yeah it, it, it adds up you know the, the gimbals are not tiltable like they are in the uh, for example the 18 sd uh so you know you kind of have to the, the goal was to have as aggressively a price radio so that we could get the the, the lar- they could get the largest number of customers into a radio that has a gyro integration. Of course, it maintains uh, integration with with speed controls like Contronic and now Scorpion uh, will integrate with Fatabla as well using the Contronic menu. So all that stuff has been maintained, but they just wanted to to get it down to a price point that that uh, uh, was more appropriate for the mass market rather than a flagship radio. And that's classically the way Fatabla has always done it. They 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 R&D, their technology and, and their flagship product, and then they will quickly migrate it down the product line uh, as quickly as possible. So it basically backfills the entire product line. Hmm. So, um, so all in all, though, there is between the, you know, the 16 IZ and the SC, it's basically like the gimbals and everything are pretty much the same. 
Is that correct? It's not the same gimbal. It is a new design gimbal. It is not a 14 SG oh, gimbal. It is a new design gimbal. That, that but okay. It, but the only thing, the best thing I can tell you is because this, this is real world and what the feedback I've got at the feet at the field from other customers, they're perfectly smooth and they appear to be wearing fine after hours and hours of use on my transmitter. And, and that's okay. kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, to to your point, Ben, I had a I had a Fataba 8FG for six years, and and other friends I talked to, they're they they would say their gimbal failed, but when you asked them about it, the, the gimbal didn't physically fail. The potentiometer hooked to the gimbal failed. Yeah. And um, I checked last night because I was curious. I pulled up the calibration menu to see if, it, and I looked at the AFR screen, and I also looked at the calibration menu to see if the calibration had drifted any after you know, 10, 10, 10 constant hours of use and it had not. Yeah. So it's hold, the radio is holding calibration fine. Yeah. Which I think, um, you know, smoothness is, is one part of it, but another, you know, solid part is, 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 yeah. Does it stay calibrated and it's, is it precise, you know, uh, and doesn't, you know, migrate or drift or change over time, uh, radically. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. Nick got hit, Nick Maxwell got his the same time, about the same time that I got mine and he, he's flying 3d with it and he's, has had no complaints about it. You know, he's obviously got a 32 MZ as well, but he's been flying 3d with it and it's been perfectly fine for him. So I, I, I hope people will, you know, will, will be receptive about it and, and feel like it, it does what they want it to do because it's, you know, it, it, it checks pretty much the boxes as far as, you know, you for price point and you've got your gyro integration now. Uh, and I, yeah. you know, it, time to go put the press on a few friends who said, well, when, when Fataba has a gyro and a radio that are integrated together at, at a decent price point, I'll switch. So I got some friends I'm going to go put the full court press on come February. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm about to say, like, that price point is extremely competitive to other. It's um, a good price. Are there um, <laughs> the control uh, out there? So there's definitely it's definitely very very competitive. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to it. And honestly, I might have to, I might have to sell my 14SG and then start saving <laughs> up. I mean, I bought the 14SG as as a buddy box radio for my dad, but he can get the 16SG. Well, anybody that gets near me regionally that I'm around, they're certainly welcome to. Fly it, do whatever you want to with it. Cliff Lewis, I've already offered it to, to him so that he could see what he thought. So that that's they sent it to me to, to test not only so I could learn it inside and out, but so that people could have some hands on with it prior to product release. So that's hmm. that's why I got it. It's not just for me to sit at home with, and that's not what it was about. They gave it to me so that I would, or sent it to me so that I would be able to learn about it and be able to show customers. That, yeah, that's why. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, I know this is getting a little quite long, but I do have one more question. I know the 32MZ that you have to basically reset your models, your model memory. Is that the same with this with this one? Like I can't take an SD card from my 16 from a model. Yeah, and can. Is that because of the model match now? No. Yo, you talking about copying model programs? According yeah. to the, it is my understanding because somebody found the, the translation of the manual and told me and said flat out that the manual says that you can direct copy models from a 16SZ into an IZ. 
Oh, yes, that's awesome. And if that, and I yeah. will infer, I cannot, I, I won't, I don't know this for certain that since 16SC and 18SC will we'll talk back and forth, that ought to, it should, in theory, work the same way. But I know the 16SC because the, the gentleman that responded, I guess, on Hangout said he found it in the manual that it said it would do it. You would be able to. If that's the case, shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, you should. You mm. should not. I have not had an English manual in my hand yet, but that 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 kind of factual information it's not it's not really open for misinterpretation. I mean, there would have been no reason for the guy to write, "Yeah, I read it in the manual" when it wasn't there. So you shouldn't have to build a model from scratch when you when you do it, even though the menus are identical. Yeah, I saw I saw the pictures on. On that in that chat about model member being uh, able to be transitioned, um, yeah, I found I found the full English manual for the IZ in e yeah in English on on uh, online Ben. Ooh. Somewhere typically it's in the back of it. Normally it's where they put stuff like as far as the ability to trans to transfer models and that kind of thing. when using model data of t 18 sz t 16 sz fx 36 and fx 32 so the micro sd card in which the model data of another transmitter saved is displayed on the model select screen copy the model data of another transmitter to the 16 iz the data will be converted for 16 iz select the converted model data so that would that that would yeah it doesn't it doesn't uh, uh, select the converted model data it has a little star the model data converted for sixteen IZ cannot be used in another transmitter it sounds like I can't take it from IZ to SZ but I can definitely take it from SZ to IZ that would jive that's kind of the that that's the standard thing like yeah. once you go from like an an eighteen MZ to a thirty two you can't take a thirty two back to an eighteen I, I can I can see where that would be the case. Says it keeps recording, uh, and it says it keeps the data of when the model is created. Yeah, it says here in a blurb: uh, 16IZ can use model data of 16SE, 18SE, FX36, FX32. Other transmittal model data is not available. However, if the model data conversion function described at the end of this manual is used, part of the model data of 14S gene, FX22, and T, and the 12K can be used. So apparently, there's something at the end about taking from older transmitters. Yeah, uh, RC uh, uh, Fataba, uh, Japan actually has the English manual on their site. <laughs> yeah, I want one now. I wasn't planning on it, but now I really want one. Well, we'll try, to, we'll try to get together sometime this winter when the weather's temperate and you can always feel mine, fly mine. Yeah, I'll have to hit you up on that because I really like to see how it, how it yeah, feels. Particularly since, particularly since you can dump your model straight into my transmitter. <laughs> That would be really cool to see yeah. that. That would be a that would, that right there would be the selling point for me right there. I mean that would that would push me over the edge. You're welcome to it. Yeah, I'd like to look at one, but I don't think I'm changing anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, one day, Rich. <laughs> uh, all right. We ready to move on? Are you all guys right, we, good? We we got we got we got in depth with that. That's but good. I think it was I would think it was you know I think it was good because not many people really know much about the 16iz yet. So thank you, Ben. Thank you so much for explaining that. Yeah, and a lot of questions pop up every time Ben puts a post up on it. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cool. Hmm. All right. They actually changed the statement on the on the page about getting service in the USA to list out Fataba USA. Finally. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um. 
Oh, uh, in other news, uh, the uh, SAB Kraken Genesis is scheduled to release in February. Mm. So you can buy a Genesis and a 69Z and a CGY 760. And just blow all my money Hell away. Yeah. Yes. There goes my savings. Hey Ben, does that is that sixteen IZ does this does a touch work with gloves on? Yeah, it's not capacitant. Okay, does it and it works with the stylus? Yeah, yeah, whatever you listen for the sound of it beeping up again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just mm-hmm. like I just put my finger in inside my sweatshirt. It's it's a straight touch screen. What whatever physically puts pressure on the screen will activate the the screen. Cool. Mm. Cool, but it's more sensitive than the. My SEO. opinion is yes. Uh, you know, I. That's, that's yeah, cool. I believe. I think it is. It, it. I. It immediately responds to to finger touch without you know like feeling. And I didn't calibrate it or anything. That's how it came out of the box. It was fine. Awesome. Yeah. He wants to buy a sixteen uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need to move on. Um, okay. Uh, that was Heli News and event coverage. Next up is listener questions and feedback. You, the listeners, have not given us much questions or feedback. <laughs> then again, uh, actually, no. I haven't seen – I thought I've seen some people be thankful. There are some people who are thankful we put out an episode on CG. I did see that. Yeah, I got a couple of comments that yeah. are good. Um, but no, nothing that. Uh, which moves on to the Flybarless Project news. Um, as mentioned earlier, the Protos is in Shaggy's possession, and he's been drooling on the model as he tries to install another controller. No. <laughs> no. Okay, let me more clearly put it. I get a lot of messages. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to relearn it because it's been three years since I've used this unit. I just had to refresh that's my memory. probably not the only unit that's missing a lot of runtime. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, I swear. Hey, you want me to switch the... Fr- no, I'm not, now you're going to start? We need to move on. Um, which puts us into main topics. <laughs> the main uh. topic. Get the popcorn! Good. So, in pressing to get an episode together and done before the end of the year, we're recording sooner than we were kind of ready. So, we're going to be freestyling a lot of this. <laughs> Freestyle! <laughs> um, first up in here is what we accomplished this year uh, and predicted. Um. Uh, I know Ben's going to jump in a moment, but I could ask him what he what he what he uh, what he predicted. I could probably ask him what he predicted he'd do this year and what he actually accomplished if he wants to if he wants to jump in with this before he goes. Only thing I can tell you comfortably is I'm a little bit better. I've got a few more piloting skills now than I did in 2019, and as long as I keep getting better every year, that I'm halfway satisfied <laughs> about what I'm, about what I've done. Just halfway satisfied. Yeah, you can't ever be completely satisfied. Or they no, that's try. true. Yep, that's true. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Um, I think everybody kind of got turned around by COVID. I was, 
it, it was a miracle we got to go to events though because there was a time earlier this year when we didn't think we were going to get to go to anything yeah so. that's true yeah. yeah um i'll go next um i had a goal to lose uh, lose more weight um i didn't i gained it all back um I <laughs> uh, I am near food uh, entirely too much and I have no self-control. It is all my problem. <laughs> uh I joined the Urcha board. Um we kind of hoped for it and well it happened. Um that was yeah. that's been a lot of fun. Um I practice the F3C schedules a lot, specifically aerobatics. <laughs> um COVID mm-hmm. uh, I didn't fly on weekdays a lot more, but um, I was more ready to go flying on Saturday and Sunday this year because I've been at home a lot more. Yeah, I, I say that. Um, if I miss one of my predictions, well, hit me up. <laughs> uh, Shaggy, your prediction in what you uh, your prediction in in what you actually did for twenty twenty. Uh, so the predictions, um, so what I, what I was planning on doing was to practice more F3C stuff, uh, get my R5 going, learn more about bladesmithing and make a blade from heli parts. And I wrote, eh, nope. Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what I mean by that is, uh, practice more F3C stuff. Uh, I don't think practicing one round before Nats counts. So, eh. Getting the R5 going. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, learn more about bladesmithing. That's a yes or a yep because uh, I've been doing more research. And make a, make a blade out of heli parts. That is a yes, though it isn't finished. I'm still – I still need to get broken parts from people uh, to make the handle. And actually, Kevin McGrady has two broken Kraken 580 booms. Yes, two. That I need to get from him. That I'm going to get from Chill Out, so I can finish up this. I'll handle. be honest. I'm not surprised he has two. I'm, I expected four or six. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I think he, I think he has three <laughs> now. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, two five eighties and five eighty nitro, and he just got that heli. So. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a yes. Um, and actually, I'm really imp- I'm really impressed of how. Well, it came out for just literally brand spanking new to bladesmithing and also brand new to uh, canister Damascus. And I'm really, I, I really want to try to get better at this. And actually, I want to try to make blades representing rotor blades, like the shape and design mm-hmm. on a miniature scale. So, yep, that's basically it for 2020. Nice. Rich. Let's see. I don't remember. What did we say I was going to do in 2020 last year? You are not I ready, know. dude. You should here. I'll pop it up for you. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Uh, Rich. Okay, you said Nats and contest before Sim inverted all. Okay. Yep. I am saying it loses uh, 100 pounds. <laughs> dude, you didn't write this out properly at all. <laughs> or is that just your reading? No, this is what you said. Inverted all. Yep, I am saying it lose a hundred pounds. Yeah, I said I was. I knew I said I was going to lose a hundred pounds. I've lost sixty five. Wow, dude. So I'm. I'm. 
you know, I, I didn't get to 100, but I'm getting there. I mean, I, hey, I feel that's good about 65. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's and I'm just that's I've got the same goal next year. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and a little bit falls off. I got to get. Um, I got some doctor stuff going on that'll should help that too. But um, Nats. Oh, uh, Nats didn't make it just because of the COVID thing um, in my eyes. You know, and you guys all know that story already. Um, I had still planned to go to Nats, but I wasn't going to compete. Um, but then the COVID thing kept me from going for you know work and that whole thing. Okay. Uh, uh, con- and contest before. That was Samadhi's contest, and we didn't have that contest, although we did go down and um, all right. started around is, a little bit. Next is Sim. I did Sim a lot this year. That's good. Simmed a lot. Um, you know, the weekend simming with uh, the free fall guys has helped that a little bit all by itself. All right. Next, uh, inverted all. Uh, I think that was what I, my plan was to do an inverted figure eight. Oh, um, all, or all, all, inti- all, all inter- um, orientations inverted. All, all, yeah, yeah. Well, no. And yes, I did accomplish flying an inverted figure eight this year. That's good. Um, but I wouldn't say. I can fly inverted figure eights in all orientations. I mean, I flew a inverted figure eight. Could I go out and just do it every time I fly? Not comfortably at all. So I've got a lot more to do there this year. So I'll keep that goal for next year. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't. I did okay. No, you did pretty good. You know, I got big hopes for next year, though. Okay, uh, I don't know what DePaulo did. Print. I don't care. <laughs> well, his, he, what he said is more door kicking at work for good, more technical 3D, Voron 3D printer finished, more better at embedding systems, Uglo a commercial product with user programmable options. Huh? Uh, we got half of that. Yeah. Yeah. Technical flying, three in more technical three D. He has done some more of that. I have seen some really technical stuff he's been doing that I actually kind of like. Yeah. And no, that does not mean that he's uh, that does not mean on the jet. <laughs> that means with a rotor blade. Yeah. Next, plans for twenty twenty one, Monty. Mm. Lose weight, practice more, and sim more. <laughs> I really need. I, I years ago I got great value out of the sim, and it just comes down to I, I get tired of being in front of the computer, so I don't want to sim it. It's not anything. It's a sim. It's just I'm tired of being in front of the computer. You're yeah. You're in front of a computer all day. Yeah. If it's if it's work, and then it's work. It's school, and then if it's school, it's like I'm just tired of being in front of the computer. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that too. Um, so yeah, uh, but I want to sim more. I, I want to get some of this, get some of this more, you know, like, like flying around inverted for an hour and uh, pirouetting. That's probably worth, worthwhile for me to actually freaking do. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. So do you have any, any goals for competition for next year that you want to advance or? Uh, to be honest, uh, they're not really like 2021 plans. Like I'm going to call them out, but, um, you know, I'd already made mm-hmm. the. 
I already made the, uh, you know, because I've been working aerobatics mostly this year for Schedule F and Schedule P or P and F. All right, because you you made a lot of advancements this I year. I did. Um, I mean, you went up a whole class I this did. year. Um, so, but but my my hovering has been an absolute. Uh, it's 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 left a lot to be desired. <laughs> So right. I already have really – it's not a 2021 goal like I'm going to evaluate it so much at the end of the year. It's uh-huh. it's more of um, a lot of my – a lot of my flying outside is really just practice more and that is do more hovering practice. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, let's go Shaggy again. Shaggy. Okay, so – my my plans for 2021 is to finish my PPL, private pilot's license, uh, get my speed model flying, if that will ever happen, <laughs> uh, get my nitros flying, since I have two of them and they still don't fly yet, uh, get my jet flying, maybe, uh, <laughs> be involved with Urchamore. Uh, I had a, despite it being small, I had a, I had a lot of fun hanging out with Urcha and just being involved with it. I like to try to just be more involved with, with the Urcha board, or with the Urcha board and the organization at the event, off the event. Uh, I just want to help out more. I, I really like the, that group of guys, and um, yeah, they're just fun people to hang out with and talk to and stuff. And uh, work more on reversing maneuvers, and what I mean by that is. I do a lot of right rudder pure maneuver. No, sorry, left rudder pure moves. I'm trying to do right rudder pure, pure right rudder pure move, right rudder pure maneuvers. That ought to be a goal so, for 2021. Be able to say right rudder pure maneuvers three times fast. Nope, nope, nope. That's 2025. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I just I, I want to. I wanted to start doing more uncomfortable flying, you know, just get, do the more, the, do the maneuvers that I'm more, really uncomfortable with. Uh, and I've noticed a lot. I know them. how we can make you uncomfortable in 2021. No, 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 not, not, not talking about just that. Just put a picture of boobs on your heli, both sides make you, <laughs> 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 you'll have to keep pirouetting so you can't see them. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's, it's not like he's going to flip out or anything with it. <laughs> So I, I just need to do these maneuvers. And I actually, you know, okay, Rob, when I was flying the Protos when uh, when I was with you and Steve, I was doing TikToks where the nose was facing I, – uh, I was doing the TikToks where the uh, right side of the model was facing towards me instead of the left model facing towards me. I don't do right side facing towards me TikToks at all. Like I, I cannot do them. Um, and I was doing them and I was actually keeping it in one spot. I was actually – I was pretty impressed of how well I was able to do it. Um, maybe because the model is a lot heavier and there's a lot more mass to be able to be pushed around and everything. So that that could be it. But okay. <laughs> the thing is, is that most pilots do nose right aileron TikToks. Mm-hmm. Not many pilots do nose left. Nose left. I Shaggy, yeah. I think you're a nose right guy. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about um, elevator TikToks. The side. Oh, okay, okay, oh. okay. A side-in yeah. elevator the TikTok, side, okay. Yeah. yeah, so the side facing the right, I'm less comfortable than the, the, the left side facing okay. the Okay. 
Yeah, I, yes, I, one of the things I've noticed in TikToks is that uh, if you do left side in on an elevator TikTok, the model, if you're not controlling the tail, it will have a tendency the model will want to go to the right. So it'll go away from you. And yeah, if you yes. do right side in, the model has a tendency to come towards you if you're not controlling the tail. Exactly. It, exactly. And that's where, I, that's where I start getting a little finicky because the model is coming towards me. Yep. And I got to push it out, and that's where I'm not comfortable with, and I need to. Work I don't. On that. I, I I've actually been been touching into that realm a little bit for for just left side, and the thing I run into is like I don't have a good view of how much rudder the model needs to correct what's going on. Hmm. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna have to do it more, and maybe so, I'll pick up a something to see on the model. Um. And yeah, so that that's kind of what I want to do is more of the reversing maneuvers and more of maneuvers that I that I am comfortable in one direction and start doing the opposite direction. Yeah. Because that's the only way I'm going to progress in flying and get more more technical with with my maneuvers, and that's that's my goal with that. Uh, and the last thing I want to try to do is I want to fly F3C Schedule F and Schedule P this year or for 2021, uh, and do at least one one more than one round before next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because um, your competition's moved up to F3C. Yeah, well, I'm not worried yeah, about that. Your, your your arch nemesis has moved to F3C. Um, I'm not worried about that. I just want to actually do some practice. Yeah. No, I I was talking to Cliff, uh, see if we couldn't get some PVC smacked into the ground so we can easily drop flags and and paint lines uh, over and over again through the year as we hover practice. Because um, I found painting the basic lines will help basically, but I really need all the lines painted for the hovering maneuvers and practicing. So, right. Um, I kind of want to do the same thing on the back, out on the back line at uh, at at um, Fredericksburg for hovering. But um, yeah, I'll see. Um, That's all cool. I've got. Uh, ben. Um. My plan is to continue on right where I am. By the time I get to the, hopefully by the end of 2021, I will be controllably pyro flipping. And then that's going to blend straight into basically maneuvers that have the model translating on all three axes. That's variants of pyro loops, pyro flips, anything involving pirouetting is my goal to improve on in 2021 i'm going everything that i've learned from augusta thus far i'm just going to continue to imply uh, to imply apply and i'll uh i'm still hammer i'll i hammer on the simulator until i can can't stand it anymore but you just that's there's no way to get good at a skill set as sophisticated as flying a metal model helicopter, going to the field twice a week and fly, yeah, well, once or twice a week and flying five times per session. That's nothing in your, in your life that's that demanding of skill. Do you ever get good at practicing a net of 30 minutes per week? It's just never going to happen. Yeah. You, you, you've either got to, fly 10 or 15 times when you go to the field a couple times a week, that's fine. Or you need to come home and stare at a computer screen for three or four hours a week minimum 
and then and then take it to the field. That's just the only way you get better. Uh, you know, you, even even the best know that you have to just fly and fly and fly and fly and fly, and it's either going to be at a simulator or in the field or both. And I'm just going to keep going and going and going until I get this like I want to. So watch out, Componoy. <laughs> well, not in the slightest. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I want to be able to do this, and I want to be able to do it without and actually have control of what's going on, rather than just stirring and hoping I stay in phase with the way the model's going around. I want to be able to adjust altitude, positioning, and everything, so that I've actually got control of the model, and I'm not just doing a, a pure muscle memory thing where visual feedback has no bearing on what the helicopter's doing. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. And we'll see. Let me know in a year whether I succeeded or not. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully within the next couple months, uh, I will be able to start because I can do it on the simulator now. I've just got to translate it to the field because it's still the real thing's the real thing. You know, right? Uh, kind of in that translating it to the field, Ben. For some of the stuff, you know, we're practicing in the sim. It's complex. I'm almost wondering if we don't have to break it down a little bit when we get it out to the field. You, well, you do. I, I think to the extent that some things you th that you're able, you do because there is still you have to calculate inherent risk to the model uh, when you're doing some of this stuff, and in, in, in because you know I'll be doing pyro flips on the on the computer, and I'm watching and realistically speaking, yeah, I'm doing them, but I'm watching the model and it's nowhere near staying like quote over the flight line all the time or in this, in, in a narrow box. You can do that on a simulator. You can't do that in the real world. <laughs> so, it, so you gotta, mm -hmm. you either got to get it really polished down or you've got to break, break a really complex maneuver down into some pieces that you can practice a little bit of time to get it all together. Yeah. Uh, to be able to take it. I, I, I just, the thing I just noticed over and over again, there's, I, I don't know what the ratio is, but there's got to be a 10, 15, 20 to one ratio of time. You've got to hammer on a sim before you can just take it to the field and immediately be able to do it. Cause there's so many, many, there's so many more variables in real world than there is when you're staring at a computer screen. Yeah. Yeah, really. But I'm going to work at it. I'm Robert Kenneth. When I get my mind kind of set on something, I, sort of don't turn it loose so. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be fun to watch i'm interested on how that how that whole system comes comes together for you but that that's what i'm going to try to do i don't want to make too too unrealistic a goal but that's what i'm going to try to do yeah that's cool cool uh rich isn't yeah. it you yeah yeah i'm up um i'm gonna <sighs> You know, in that same same mind that Ben's doing, I mean, I, I want to practice doing some three D stuff this year more than you know, like I can do TikToks, but I can do like three or four and then I fall yeah. out. You know, so I want to be able to really control the model. So I am going to work on basic three D maneuvers a little more this year, especially um, I intend on flying more this year. But where I'm really going to be practicing is um, for my for the uh, um, Nats or getting ready for Nats. And flying, um, oh, uh, sportsman. Mm -hmm. You do realize this is the third time you've said that you're going to come to Nats. Still hasn't happened. Well, yeah, but you can't blame COVID. Happened. I know, I know. So, I'm yeah, just giving a hard time. Yeah, that in my eyes this year really. Yeah. And it, 
Um, I don't remember saying it two years ago. Yeah, your wife stopped. I you. can't believe you released COVID on oh, us so that, that you was... didn't have to go to Nats. Do what? I can't believe you released COVID on us so you didn't have to go to Nats. Yeah, well, my eyes played a bigger role in Nats than I was still going to be there, but I still wasn't going to. I don't fly. think you heard me. Uh, I wasn't listening. I, I said, I can't believe you released COVID on us so you didn't have to go to Nats. Released it on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have come up with a way easier way not to have to go than to make everybody <laughs> sick. <laughs> could have said that a relative died or something. Uh, no. <laughs> that way it only affects one person and not everyone. Yeah, well. It's not the everyone. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, come hell or high water, I'm going to go to Nats next year. And with, with my, with my contacts, being able to see the model. I want to be, you know, we talked about being competitive last year, but I, I think if, I, there's no reason this year I can't do it except for practice. Competitive or not, you have a lot more motivation to do it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it again. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it is. You know, yeah. So, yeah. You, you seem like you're very more excited yeah. in the flying now that you can see because look what you've been doing for the past three episodes that we've we've recorded yeah fly 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 that's all you've talked about yeah and I've been I mean since and that's great yeah, since the mow down and getting that little five I mean I, I, the only that's the only model I've taken out I haven't taken the Diablos or anything I've just been taking the 550 and going and getting whatever I can get in you know in the amount of time I've got because unfortunately I don't know why but nobody's been at the field I've been I go out every time and I'm by myself um I wish that was the case in Thornsburg. Yeah, I mean, there's just nobody's there. I don't know what the deal is. Well, you lost you lost one flying buddy, but we're about what to lose. Um, oh, Putu? Putu. Yeah, he's about to. He have, he hasn't been to the field at all either. He's been busy with some other things in his life. But, um, yeah, he's he's getting ready to PC out. He got um, promoted um, to W5, which I guess there's like 27 of them or something in the whole army. Yeah, no. W W five is the is the CWO five is the top rank of chief warrant officer in the yeah in the U S military, and so there's since you're at the top, there's very few of them. Yeah, and he's so he's um you know he's been busy with that, and he's going to be PCSing out um, probably in February. He said so. Yeah, he's. I'll have nobody at my field but me that flies helicopters at that point. Um, with any seriousness, you know. I mean, we've got a couple of guys that show up with helis and hover them around, but. Um, nobody that's flying, you know, it's certainly not with, with his skill. Maybe you could do what Mike did and go buy a flying f off of like uh, eBay or something. And you could entice more people to fly by flying that thing around. <laughs> a what? A flying f What's a flying f Um, there is a coaxial model helicopter that uh, it, yeah. it's, it's the body of the helicopter says the word f Oh, jeez. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> it's a flying f <laughs> <laughs> so is that something you don't give to anybody else so you don't give a flying f yeah it's that or you just know keep you, it around you put a huge dong on your helicopter fly that around try and smash it into people no <laughs> shit combat well, heli <laughs> no but seriously my goal i'm at getting to nats and being competitive at nats next year um is my is the biggest thing i want to do this year yeah um and of course i'll be leaning on you guys quite a bit for help with that and uh Careful so, now. Your center of gravity is lower than mine. You might tip me over. Yeah, but it's log gross tonnage. I can definitely tip your ass over. <laughs> uh, it's, all so, about, it's all about the CG, man. It's all about the CG, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, so that, you know, the losing weight and practicing for Nats. And like I said, it's, and, and we're all talking about spending more time on the sim. Yeah. Um, 
to help accomplish those things. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where I'm at for next year. I'm not going to make any real big, other than I want to be really competitive at Nats. I just turned on the sim while, uh, uh, five minutes ago while talking. And then I realized, dang it, my controller isn't plugged into my computer. Dang it. I'm out of USB ports. (laughs) (laughs) They make adapters for that. I do, but I I don't want to unplug my mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't have a wireless mouse? What's wrong with you, boy? Uh, I spend so much time in front of a computer, I don't want to replace batteries. <laughs> Mine's rechargeable, boy. Uh, so are mine, young yeah. lad. <laughs> you think I don't do technology? I know technology. You only know it because it takes technology. batteries just like the rest of the toys you don't own. <laughs> so I think we are going to have to try to find a, a a location where we all can get together a little more often between here and there. Yeah. Um, for this next year, because I, I really want to uh, be competitive next year, and it's going to take some help. Because I, I won't be able to see it myself. You know what I mean? I just I'm, some of it I will be. Well, like Donkey Kong, I will I will throw barrels at you. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, cool. But that's you know. So that's I think that's what I've got for next year. Um. Okay, that runs us into predictions here comes the good stuff and i'm 2020 predictions oh did we even get close for oh gosh 2020 oh okay these these yeah these are the ones these are the ones okay these are predictions we made last year right uh i said no major manufacturer will put batteries out and more new companies will uh and and more new companies will show up that's a, I think that, that was how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was... Because um, what are those new batteries that everyone's talking about Mania now? Mania X, Man X, Mania yeah. X, yeah. Yeah, and you also had... Uh, what are those ones you guys have been buying? The um, HRB has gotten... The HRBs has gotten popular. They're mainstream now, I would say. Yeah. 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 But th- but they were, they were mainstream last year. Well, not like they are now. Yeah. They were here in 2019, but... Yeah, they were there. They're, they're you know, you could go to a flying event and you're going to see some with HRB packs this year. Next one, uh, motors. They get bigger. Did they? No. 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 I don't think we did too good on that one. No. I, I, I don't... <laughs> COVID affected everything, and so some <laughs> things were new and some things were just uh, same-o, same-o. So you're blaming no bigger motors on COVID? Yes. Okay. We're, we're going to put the blame on everything on COVID. Because with, with bigger motors, what we were talking about was people using bigger motors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hobbywing continues to forget about bugs and or not talk about them. I would say that came true. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how many guys break their Hobbywing's um, V-bar update. <laughs> <laughs> And did we hear anything from Hobbywing, or did we hear from their pilots? Uh, yeah. Their pilots or pilots? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was pilots. Yeah, it was pilots. Um, um, uh, the next one I wrote is the Japanese will continue to beat everyone else in servo advancements. The Chinese and Taiwanese will copy. Uh, I think Not really. I, uh, you know, JR put out a good set of servos this year that people are liking. Not, you know, a few heli guys are using them, but the plane guys are liking them. Yeah, but I don't think that the they've co- the Chinese and Taiwanese guys have copied anything, or sure. we'd have a bunch of seven sixty servos. Good point. 
oh, well, there is a new servo out that well, it's not out yet, but it's been teased. And that's the ones that Michael were talking about. Yeah. Using. But we're talking about a bunch of, you know, readily available servos that have been cut that have been True. copied okay. from the hives and there's that that didn't happen. Mike is like Santa Claus. The shit he talks about doesn't actually fucking exist. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> Not for the rest of us, anyway. Yes, Mike is like Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and what's the other one? Tooth Fairy, all wrapped up in a one. Oh, airframes. No new innovation. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, rotor blades. Pilots will continue smashing good blades. Yep, I did that. Yeah. I did that with the Revo. You know, to be honest, a lot of guys I noticed this year started flying lower cost blades. <laughs> because they were smashing too but many. But that's anecdotal. Things. Yeah, I, to be honest, I think I don't think that one came true. I think the opposite happened. I think the guys were tired of smashing good blades. Yeah. 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 Uh, Monty will be angry while continuously, continuously while losing weight. Rip drive. That one definitely didn't happen. You've been angry as shit. I have while you are gaining weight. <laughs> <laughs> Rip to the drive. It's like as I'm going through Dairy Queen, I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> There's another five pounds. Got that one. Oh, uh, I, I don't think I call that anger. I don't, I think I've been less angry this year. I, uh, yeah, you. Th- uh, I've been less. I feel uh, like I've been less angry, and I've been uh, more dramatic. You've been more publicly angry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We we sucked at these last year. We're not getting any of these right. <laughs> uh, so next one is Sherman Martin will hit 400 degrees right before his gasser engine blows, or his gas engine blows. Um. I don't think he got. A I don't think going. he got a gasser going. I don't think he did either. Yeah, COVID it turned out to not be the year of the gasser. Yeah. Nope. Uh, everyone will continue blaming Fataba for not writing telemetry for third-party ESCs. Well, you know that did not come true because Futaba. Well, I shouldn't say Futaba. Other manufacturers have supported Futaba, and Futaba supported them, right? Because now you've got. As I've gotten into it, I find there's two there's two parts to this. Either uh-huh. either you, you know you work like everyone else besides MSH has worked, where you're waiting for the ESC manufacturer to write telemetry, mm-hmm. or what a lot of people are expecting is for Futaba to act like MSH and just write just support support for everything. So that you could, you could plug a brick into it, and it would tell you it's sitting still. Um, <laughs> That's not Futaba's way. It's not Futaba's way. And to be honest, uh, kind of the opposite happened this year. Uh, Scorpion actually got uh, telemetry working with uh, Futaba. Scorpion, Scorpion, and YEG. Oh, um, yeah. YEG, YEG was always, wasn't it? Well, they had the, they had their little module thing, but now they've got it. They've got it built in. YGE, dude. YGE. YGE. Yeah, they've got it built in now, don't they? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure on the new ones it's built in. And I thought there was a third ESC supporting Well, Contronic uh, took their telemetry into their ESC instead of doing module-based. Yep, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say we've actually gotten more telemetry this year. Yeah, we've definitely, Futaba has definitely got more telemetry. Futaba and V-Bar. Um, and, and V-Bar. And, 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 and Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum's done a lot. 
Mm-hmm. They have actually. Within their own stuff. Yeah. Which kind of runs us to the next one. Yeah. We will witness Horizon Hobby post a job opening for an Android engineer slash software developer. Um, I didn't track this one that closely, so I have no idea if they hired another guy. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. They did come out with another radio, though. Yeah. And it just sucks. It's bad. Uh, co- what? <laughs> COVID did actually play a big part in this one. I made a prediction that uh, Spectrum IX12 or IX20 is hacked publicly at Black Hat or DEF CON, and models take it over in real time and crashed into the ground. Uh, conferences didn't happen, so... <laughs> Yeah. And there was no public demonstration if anyone actually nope. did get it done. The next one is half right. Uh, it's not half. It it happened. It happened. Yeah, but it's not it's not continually available right now. Well it was released. It was it, it was, was released. released and it's yeah. All right. All right. If you want to consider forty year release, sure. Well you can say that about other things. That's released. I think it's released and discontinued. All he's in making one year. more. It's not discontinued. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's um. What's the word? It's um. Stop hating. We gave him. We're giving him credit for this one. Yes. We are. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Uglo will be released in 2020. Yeah. It did get released. It was released. Okay. Okay. So uh, Ben's running short on time. So why don't we give him a goodbye and uh, we'll continue along. All right. So hey, Ben. Hey, ben. Yeah, I've got to, you guessed it, I have to go listen to a talk about canine, about dog anesthesia now. So, uh, <laughs> so it's a blood tester for. Yeah, that's all right. Which means I get to go play on the simulator some more at the same time. Sweet. <laughs> ben, thanks it. for coming on, man. I enjoyed it as always. Uh, y'all have a nice holiday and I'll talk to you soon. You too. Merry Christmas, thanks, Ben. Merry Christmas. Uh, good evening. Have a good one, Ben. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure always. Night. 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 Okay, so this next one here, unfortunately, it did happen. It did come true. But yeah, people we think are good people will continue ruining fun flies for everyone for their own enjoyment. Not going to go too deep into this one, but yeah, we witnessed this at a fun fly. I don't know if well, I think good people ruin to try ruining fun flies well we think are good people though i'll be honest i i had questionable people try and ruin fun flies this year yeah that is also true that's right there was another situation but i don't i haven't had any really good people try and ruin fun fly for everyone for people we think are good people continue ruining fun flies for everyone for their own enjoyment i would say for me it didn't come true and for me, it's because I distanced myself from a from a from some people this year. Mm-hmm. I just I, I realized that some people weren't weren't uh, healthy to have around, so I distanced. And uh, hmm. I've I've had a really good time when I'm at the events that we had because I made it to you know I signed the AMA form nine times this year. Yeah, which uh, blows my mind still. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I get what you're saying on that. Um, for me, I would say that it partially came true because of what I saw. There was situations that people took advantage of other people or they or they did things that kind of dampened the mood of the event. Um, so that so I, I kind of think of that as partially true for me. Yeah, but that's that, that's just for me. It sounds like for me, it didn't come true. But for you, Rich and Shaggy, it did. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I know the one event where, um, my, my will was, um, I wouldn't say tested, but tried. I don't know. It was more of, 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 it had a good opportunity to break down my attitude after, after everything went down, a lot of guys came up and thanked, thanked us for, for, you know, thanked us for, for taking, for taking charge and doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And kind of like uh, at the end of a fun fly, when, when you when you run a fun fly and people come up and they after they say, you know, thank you for doing all this. I, I had a great time and I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to come back. That kind of makes all the BS you go through during an event worth it. And so, right. it, it, you know, the one time this year when when my patience was tested, uh, people afterwards really really uh, reclaimed it. And then the rest of the event was just fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about, and yes, it yeah, was. So, yeah. to me, it didn't come true this year. Um, to others, uh, yeah, you know, to be honest, I think that was a. It's a very mixed. It's question. a mixed question. I think it was a shitty prediction for me to have put down last year. Yeah. I feel like last yeah. year I was just running out of things to predict. Okay, uh, are we ready to go into 2021 predictions. 2021. Okay. 2021 predictions. Here's items that this is gonna be good. are not necessarily jokes, uh, and they think we they can't happen. They have a little bit of possible truth to them. Yeah. Um, a little bit? A little bit. Well, I think they have a little more than a little bit. So, first one up. Another Heli podcast will be started. Do you have some insight? None. Other than in every so this will make this is this is the end of year three. This is episode thirty six, and we've roughly done uh-huh. we've roughly done <clears throat> an episode a month. Um, yep. So another uh, helicopter. So in in the three years uh, in the three years we've started a new podcast has started every year we've been a podcast. At least yes. one. At least one. So. Wow, we've been doing this for three years. Yeah, wow. I'm not going to go there wow. yet. Um, I think a new podcast will be started in 2021. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Do you think one will close, though? Nope. No? Okay, that's good. Nope. That's awesome. Um, next up, Javier will make a comeback, and we will hear from him more often. Yeah. I uh, haven't heard much from Javier okay. this year. Yeah, he hasn't done much uh, emails or yeah. anything. Yeah, he's been quiet the last six months or so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll hear from him more often. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, pilots recognized that their low-priced ESC was the most expensive component purchased after the helicopter creates a crater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, I have been out, I have not been at the locations when people have smoked some ESCs this year, and it's been completely hidden as to what has happened because people are afraid to let out the truth. And so, I will say that these pilots will start to recognize that their low priced, their low priced ESC was the most expensive thing they bought because it required them to buy a new helicopter. Helicopter. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, that's why I, I put it that way. Or they got to buy two or three of them. Jesus. Um, I don't mean helicopters. I meant ESCs. 
This one is, uh, this one's kind of just what I was just saying. More pilots will keep secrets about their favorite stuff, costing them a lot more than the purchase price. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of related to the sure first is. one? Yep. One, okay. one is, is the one is they'll realize it. The second one is, is they're going to keep it a secret. Ah. Uh, okay. A new speed model be announced. I, I think so. I mean, it's speed isn't really that hyped up at the moment, but there is still like, I know RJX came out with a speed model a little while ago. Um, so I, I don't know. I think something might come out. Mm, I don't. Mm, I don't either. But I think uh, XL might make one. Who knows? Mm, possible. I think that'd be cool if they did. I don't. It, it's just something that that popped. Yeah, my head. I mean, if they did, it's definitely going to teach them real fast about where the weak points are when they try to spin that thing up to twenty five hundred yeah. RPM. But I'll be honest, <laughs> I I spooled my whiplash up to like twenty seven hundred RPM back in the day, and uh, it, it, it did melt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know who wrote this one, but I will disagree I immediately. <laughs> okay. Urcha will reach more than 700 registered pilots in 2021. You know, it depends though. And, and so there's an asterisk on that because that's if the COVID restrictions subside. Uh, I think I should have put that one last, but I will move one of them up and that will COVID will still restrict events this year. It will. You know, it's going to. It's going to. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't, you know, they've been talking, and I guess it's just a point of of realism that we may not be seeing a vaccine until like May. And now I'm starting to see uh, news organizations like we may not see it till June or July. June or July is what I'm, I mean, I'm hearing. And I don't think we're going to, I, to be honest, I don't think we're going to see an end to the mass. And it's in the social distancing until at least 2022, like the beginning. So, with that alone, about the only thing I, you know, that where the chance exists is people are just so freaking fed up. They're like, "Oh, I'm going," and and they, they, you know, they're ignoring every bit of logic they have to stay home or listen to an expert or some BS like that, and they go for. I think for a lot of people, it's going to matter on where the vaccine is at that point in time, right? Ah, that or whether... I I just think we'll still be having COVID restrictions. Oh, I think we will be too. Yeah. I don't know how stringent, but like, I don't know about you guys, but North Carolina, you know, Monday night, we go back into restrictions where uh, we got, um, you have to be in by 10 and all that crap at night and all that shit's starting back up again. So, you know, I don't know, man. We'll see. Shaggy, it's all gonna depend on- you're wrong. I'm always wrong. So, next prediction. Next prediction. Uh, SAB will release the Genesis, but will release a V2 shortly thereafter. V2 part. Mm. No. Uh, no. I, no. You think it would be good? No. Yeah, I think it would be good. Yeah. You're actually going to remember the Genesis is actually the third version of the... Uh, Kraken. Yeah, they're working on parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're going to be at the point where point. it's already it's starting to become a mature model at this point. Yeah, um, they they've done a lot of really good work with that Kraken. They they put they put a lot of work into it. They are proud about it. Yeah. Well, and they, I think they should be proud. Don't make yeah. good work. Well, but, no, I yeah. mean it's the most popular model by far on the market right now. That's, by far. 
Goblin is the most popular bottle by far. And their they, most popular models are the Krakens. Well, they're discontinuing everything else. It's the newest thing. Yeah, well, I get that, but my point is It would stands. be the most popular model they have no matter what. They could have yeah. called it the POS and it would have sold. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're making my point for me. I think you're... I, Whatever model they're currently selling will be the most popular model. The Drake yeah. was popular. Oh, sure it was. Yeah. Shaggy will beat Angel again at Helicopter Nationals with little to no practice. Yes. I hope that one doesn't come true. Yeah. Shaggy, you can't just show up and beat people because you don't practice. I hope you get your ass handed to you for not practicing. Yes, exactly. Hey. <laughs> I hope I actually practice. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good thing. Yeah, so because that's 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 backwards of everything we preach. You 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 were you were you were you were given a buy run this year. <laughs> you was. didn't practice and you won, and it gives you confidence of something. I think you're gonna get you're gonna get the wind knocked out of you. And that's why I'm, I just put that in there, just kind of a slap across my own face. It's something I want to actually not see come true. Uh, so and didn't through. Angel actually move up a class? Didn't, didn't he? Yeah, move he up moved to- up. He moved up to F three C officially. Or no, he flew Masters officially. Yeah. So he's not officially an F three C. Huh? But he's flying it, and I think that's what he's practicing. So we already talked about this one. COVID will still restrict events this coming year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's a definite. Ah. Uh, Rich will knock. Now, go ahead. Oh, Rich will knock a heli off of his bench. Will not. Oh, will not. Rich will not knock a model off of his bench. I have a hunch that's not coming true because I almost did it the (laughs) other day. (laughs) Hell, I I hope that doesn't. I hope that's not. I hope that's true. I've almost had it happen to me. I hope that's true. I really hope that's true. But I almost (laughs) did it again the other day. Trying to give you some confidence. And. You know, in the last two years, I've knocked three models off my bench. The, oh, my gosh. So, I don't have I hope for that one. Uh, uh, but I appreciate the hot, the thought. Yeah. Okay, we'll try to make that one happen. DePaulo will buy more jets and not helis. <laughs> That's a given. I don't think this one will come true. And my second to next one will, will, will tell you why. So, well, you know what? The way he's talking about je- the way he's talking about the hobby in general, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Oh, I see your other one. Yeah. Yes, you're right. <laughs> All right, go ahead and read it. Uh, DePaulo will uh, actually finish purchasing his motorcycle, and this and this hobby, the RC hobby, will subside for him. Um, Mike has made Mike has made uh, inferences at selling his his jet and. And yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he, if he, I wouldn't say leaves the hobby, but if, if other things, if, if life takes over and other things kind of become more important. Well, we've all seen him kind of backing out of the hobby a little bit more. In the well, I'll be honest. I just haven't been flying with him as much as usual, uh-huh. but he's at the field a lot. Uh, well, but he's always with the He's plane, always guys. flying the planes. For the most part, he flies the planes. He, he's been very unhappy with his, with his SAB uh, for a couple months, but he finally got the issue solved, and he he flies it. He flies it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I think motorcycles are going to become his new an exciting thing. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 
We'll um, see how it goes. That and he's trying to buy a house, so <laughs> I yeah. want. He's got he's he's got he's priorities. Got yeah. Uh. It happens to all of us. Yep. Oxy will tease a 700 model. This will not surprise me. I hope so. It will not surprise me. I either. hope it will so. Not surprise me. I mean, yeah. They they they've jumped up to the to the uh, the five fifty slash six hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you know they skipped five hundred. If I'm correct, I hope I hope we get a seven hundred model from from Oxy. Yeah. I'd love to that, see it. That would be yeah. Cool. I'd like to see that too. That'd be cool. Man, let's let's see. If if anything, I'd say because not really because I'll be a buyer, but more because um, I like to see companies feel like they're a good position that they they're gonna they're gonna take the risk and put something new out it spells you know that our hobby's healthy and the fact that oxy started literally from the micros pretty much well, they started for the micros and they started uh they started after the bust yeah you know yeah, yeah. When, when the economy went to shit they've they've come up through through what people will call when this hobby they, they came up after this hobby hit its peak and they've been they've been growing yeah. their market share and for, they've been growing during the depression yeah. pretty much so which is very impressive the fact that they've been around for this long during the low season or the low time of this hobby well they've you know, during the high part of the hobby they were a big parts supplier Remember they made upgrade parts. Yes, yes they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, credit where credit, yeah, credit where credit's due. I mean he he's done a good job. Um, he has. He's done a good job. So I really wish uh, Luca, you know, best yep. best on uh, best on what he wants to do. <laughs> I like to see more. Shaggy <laughs> uh, will create knives from heli parts and will make to order. Okay. Yeah, that ain't happening. That nope. ain't? Well, maybe one or no. two. Nope, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, you know okay. why? It'd require you to fire up your forge in a non-optimal time of season. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's a winter thing. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it, 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 everyone will give you orders in the summer, and then they'll never really want to do anything with it because it won't happen tomorrow. You're not gonna. You, you, buyers are fickle people. They got money. They want you. They want. They want a product now. They're not patient. And yeah, like you, you need to be ordering right now for a delivery in January <laughs> or March or, or February. I don't or know. Or June or July. I need the parts first. I need. I need people to crash more. Mm. I need metal parts. That's yeah. brutal. See. And, and Shaggy's like a cat. What? Well, more like a rabbit. What? He puts more us. More like to- a. F- <laughs> he, he he has an interest for like thirty seconds. Oh, I was gonna say, pick a critter. Give me an explanation, brother. <laughs> he's got. It's like, oh, that's cool. Then he gets a shiny thing over there, and he's over there for a little while, and then he comes back, and then he goes to the other I'm shiny thing. Don't be insulted. It's not a bad thing. It's a, it's my ADD, dude. Okay, yeah. I can't help it. Please don't be insulted. Um, <laughs> it's the it's the truth though. But I mean to to do something, you know, make to order, you'd have to stick with it for a while. Yeah, and I don't mean just as a, as a as a wintertime hobby. I think. Don't get me wrong. I mean it's. Uh, hey, you know, who dude, knows? we jack this one all up again too. These are not going well. No, 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 no. They're not. We're on to prognostications now. This is the good stuff now. Yeah. Uh, I, I was reading a couple, and I'm kind of offended by a few. Yeah, that happens. Huh? No. Uh, I think this one actually belongs in predictions. So I I'm think gonna, it does, yeah. too. Check it and move it up. Copy and paste. Our last prediction for 2021. 
the FAA will disappoint us again. Yeah, that's a given. That'll happen. Yeah, that's a given. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you will breathe another breath. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a given. Eh, but if yeah. you breathe the last one, you're pretty sure you're going to breathe at least one more. At least you hope. So, okay. Prognostications. Uh, prognostications. What so? So what is prognostications? Uh, I gotta go look it up. <laughs> you do this every year. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta look up what this means. Well, we only need to talk about it once a year, so there's no point in the action it. of foretelling or prophesizing future events. Yeah. So, uh, kind of like they have extremely little truth. Kind of like uh, the groundhog. Uh, maybe it has some truth to it. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> oh, First up. Okay. Old plankers will fail the FAA knowledge test. <laughs> What's a knowledge test? <laughs> now that's sunny. What are you saying? <laughs> um, you don't think we can pass the test? You know, my understanding is they want us to, but somehow they'll manage to fail the thing, or they'll be so goddamn angry that they'll oh, I don't have to do a knowledge exam. They'll be perfectly fine if all the questions in the test are yes, I can turn right. Scratch my ass and then turn left and scratch my ass and turn right. <laughs> Without using the rudder. Without using With no rudder. rudder. <laughs> Is the rudder required? <laughs> no. They pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um there the next one, there will be too many fun flies in twenty twenty one after and I'm gonna say after COVID, COVID restrictions are are lifted. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I hope that one comes true. I don't. How do you have too many fun flies? I can't make it to them all, and everyone says, why well, weren't you there? <laughs> and then Rob can't has his events. That's that's another thing is is we're, uh, you know, I, maybe a prediction is we're going to end up with a lot of 20 and 30 person events this coming year. I think you're right. That may be a prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, this one, this next one Why? was made by Why? friends of Shaggy. Are you yes. serious, Cliff? No, uh, he wasn't involved. Shaggy shoulder brushes heavily. No, Shaggy shoulder brushes past a heavily clothed breast. Oh, I thought it was going to be a heavily breast. I was like, no, okay. no, 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 no. Is this like an ankle lot, you know, heavily or is this like a. Mid waist heavily. Uh, it'll Never probably mind. be more like uh, no, 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 no. More like uh, you know, winter time. There's a yeah, sweater like- on and a jacket, and but uh, it'll be like now- that old Beavis and Butthead episode where her breast touches his <laughs> shoulder, and he's like, "I have seen the top of the mountain. It is great." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not laughing. Yeah. Uh, this be. next one, uh, uh, yeah, North Carolina will send it so hard they cannot get it up for months. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give any more explanation to that. You read into that what you want. <laughs> uh, the next one, with Freefall RC and Telerotor now co-located in the state of Virginia, Listeners will become extremely confused by the sudden knowledge sharing of free fall and the dumbed down of Telerotor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, why the... Oh, man. 
Why the dumb down? What are you talking? You think he's going to rub off on us? <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm only poking a little bit of fun. It's actually it's great fun to fly with Steve and the guys. So, yes, yeah. it is. I would tell you. I like flying with Steve. What what what? Many listeners don't know was most of the podcasts, um, Heliheads, Freefall, and Telerotor, we're actually all talking. So. Yeah. We actually make it a point to not actually step on each other about episodes. Yeah. So, um, now all those other podcasts, if they dare to join social media, maybe we'd actually talk with them. Javier. Or if they'd actually return the messages I've sent them on social media. Javier. No. No. Oh. All right. Heliheads will use their actual names, causing mass confusion. At a fun fly near you. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there's so many damn nicknames. I don't know who anyone I is. <laughs> Especially their end of the year episode. It's going to be so confusing. I guess. Yeah. Uh, next one is. Uh, we should probably take man, that out. No. Shaggy will accidentally tell us he did something dirty. I will accidentally. Uh, he might stand in a mud puddle. He might find a wife. I don't know. <laughs> That will never happen. Shaggy <laughs> will be part of a shotgun wedding with a prostitute. And Shaggy's mom will be wielding the shotgun. <laughs> I don't get this at all. What? A shotgun wedding usually means like you find a girl and you get involved with her. And dad basically like takes out a shotgun and says, you're marrying my daughter. And so he's standing there the whole time during the marriage with a shotgun in the back. It's just like, you're going to get her. You're going to marry her. Yeah, like you get her pregnant, and the dad's like, "You're gonna marry and take care of her ass because you got her pregnant." So, so why is my mom having the shotgun? She loves you. <laughs> uh. Maybe she just wants to get rid of him. <laughs> nope, she loves him. Move out, Austin. Or move out. Austin. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> move out, Shaggy. Uh, DePaulo will not be on over half of the episodes next year. He gone. He gone. He gone. gone. Rich will own another defunct brand of helicopter, and it will be heavy. <laughs> okay, the defunct I get. I've only <laughs> the heavy. Uh, not content to have drama. Justin Fredericksburg, Monty will be even grumpier next year and bring drama to a field near you. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's not a prognostication. Yeah, yeah it's not. That's a prognostication. That is not going to happen. I'm not bringing <laughs> drama. Uh, but you're going to be grumpy. That's grumpy, grumpy, possible. Grumpy. Really possible. <laughs> okay. The next one, and I'll explain this because I actually made it last night after talking with our great, dearest friend, more, uh, Frank Mordiklios. <laughs> Um, and, uh, this one has to do with, uh, with the once a month, uh, post count that is done on Heli Hangout to show who posts the most. So I'm saying Heli Hangout will have get togethers on trying to get the highest post count. And I'm saying porn may be involved. (laughs) It's already been done before. Well, I think it's going to happen in mass and people want to be number one. Uh, no, I'm actually I'm happy to see people talking. Uh, a place where people can just they don't have to do you know like deep technical talk like we're trying to solve all the problems in the world. Uh, it's valuable, so I'm happy that. Yes. 
Oh, next one. Goblin sells a turbine model. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about that one let's time? be more specific. Goblin would sell a turbine helicopter model. They oh, already sell ooh. a turbine model. It's an airplane. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. So they sell several actually. Goblin and 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 memes of roasted turkey legs would be a thing. That was a previous year. Yeah. 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 So that one's come back from the past. We 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 want it. We want to dampen. Next one. <laughs> a heli vendor will expand into a new market and begins marketing man bras. Oh no. Only if they hold beer. Uh <laughs> Revo six fifteens. Won't happen. Eh, prognostication. Nick, come on. That's a good one. I want it. I want it. I want it. Here's a good prognostication. Monty will buy a goblin. I think that's gonna happen. Could happen. That's a good prognostication. You've just you mentioned it. Yurike, a Yurike does count. It does. It does. Okay. okay. Mike will sell his goblin and buy an XL power. That could have been actually in predictions. Yeah. I, I yeah. I really think he's going to I think he's going to sell that goblin. I think so as well. After he smashed it, um he was yeah. not enthused with what it cost to make it look good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think an XL would be the best solution for him. Uh Mm. No, I don't. On what's out there right I don't. now? Well, what else do you think would be out there for him? I, that's that's the problem. I don't think there is anything out there for him. Well, I'm talking about like a, he would probably go with a 700. I don't think he would go with the no, 500. no. He he, he will he, want a 550. He is not a 700 guy. Uh-uh. He talks about that all the time. He doesn't want a 700. He doesn't. He 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 enjoyed the N7, but he did not enjoy the cost of owning it. He loves the 600s because they're faster and they're cheaper. Yep. All right. Next thing. Rich will continue to argue with Monty about different topics involving their models. It will be discussed in future episodes throughout the year. That's, that should have been in predictions. That's that is not even a prediction. That is that is how <laughs> this shit comes together. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's not always we always say arguing, but it's not always arguing. But that shit that's how this shit works. <laughs> it's always arguing. Someone, man. Someone's gotta talk to me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> that is how this shit works. And I don't oh never mind. I was gonna say I don't always come out on the short end, but I usually do. Don't always what? It's like I don't always come up on the short end, but I usually do. <laughs> uh, that's what nah. she said. No. Yeah. Okay. Ian Joel will push memes so far that it will cause everyone to riot. I hope so. <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> I hope so. That sounds like it would be fun. So I'll read the next one. But uh, Ian will also continue to join bladesmithing groups and say how much he wants to get into the hobby, but will never do anything to press forward with what he says. Are you saying he's non-committal? I think you are. That's exactly what I'm saying. Good on you. I think that one's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one. Mike DeGenero, the Planker, will take over the Free Fall RC podcast. It will be better than ever. Um, yes. That's okay. like a prediction, because did you hear their last show? Yeah. 
The one that was just the one that was released literally an hour ago. No, not that one. I haven't seen that one. Well, the one I'm talking about is the one where they announced he's going to take over the show for the two weeks Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to continue after that. <laughs> um, Steve Yoon will learn how to auto. <laughs> that is a tall order, my good friend. <laughs> yep, that's why he's in the prime. But I will beat him to learn autos. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to regret ever moving anywhere near you guys. Uh, Rich will continue to stall on the release of our new logo. Don't put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been six months, dude. It hasn't been six months, and nobody knows about it anyway. And I'm not, I'm not putting off anything. Uh, you know, just like the Uglo, I, I, I'm gonna, uh, just like the Uglo, I'm leaving it in, and people do know about our logo because the Protos has been in public. Yeah, but nobody Public. said anything. Nobody noticed it. People, you know, that is probably the most upsetting thing. Like, hey, you see our logo on the boob? <laughs> no, I didn't even notice no. it. Man, f*** yeah. you! <laughs> That's why I didn't care about it being on the helicopter, to be honest with you. Because I know that in January, when we do do it, then when we start doing the, you know, start doing the whole um, fly barless thing, and we make a push with those graphics, um, yeah, it'll all make sense. Shaggy will get good internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Gray Eagle will run for president. President of what? Oh, that's what I was just going to ask you. Is that like the presidente or president you must seek could be anything. He'd have to give up his identity and he seems too wrapped up in that. <laughs> uh, Monty will lose weight mm, Maybe uh, Well <laughs> Maybe <laughs> That shouldn't be Oh man You put that in your What you're gonna do next year Oh no Shaggy put that one in While we were talking Oh He's Okay Motors will be made To output Output 1.21 gigawatts <laughs> you know, someone might have been sitting in their basement all year engineering something during this COVID pandemic. <laughs> that might come true. Yes. Uh, okay. Kevin McGrady will shout out his nickname, Balls, more into the microphone. Teabagging may be involved. Well... <laughs> you know, our good friend Kevin McGrady's getting older. He might be teabagging himself. Ooh. Or because he's getting get kicked in the balls so often, they might just get further away from his body and hit his own chin. <laughs> oh, <Shit>. ow. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Slingshot effect. But that also means just the tip. And that means he'll be able to entertain oh. himself. I don't need you, Ew. woman. I got this myself. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? Kevin, the rest you? of us had nothing to do with this one. Just saying. No. Hey, Kevin. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Next one. Monty will terrorize local drive throughs at every event he goes to. I like it. <laughs> I guess the problem is is what's your definition of terrorize? 
Because I know what mine is. Oh, here we go. It's filling my car up full of people and showing up at the fucking speaker box and doing like four separate orders. (laughs) (laughs) That is my idea of terrorizing a (laughs) (laughs) drive-thru. That's been one interesting thing. Because, you know, in all the years past, you and your friends go up to the drive-thru window and usually one person orders and pays for it all. and Everyone pays them some cash back or, you know, I get you next time. But with COVID, you know, friends just bunch up into a car and they're like, I ain't paying for it all the time. So now it's like, no, I'm going to do a separate order and I'm not leaving your speaker box. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you ready for the second order on a separate ticket? And yeah, it was it was fun the last time I did it at Dairy Queen. She was very patient. And I thanked her for her patience. But I wanted to do a burnout in front of that speaker and like tear up grass and concrete <laughs> and throw grenades at the walls. But yeah, <laughs> it's too bad. Is it too late to get to Dairy Queen and get a, 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 a Snickers Blizzard? I don't know, but I kind of want one. It's nine thirty, dude. Close in thirty minutes. That will not fit into your prediction or your prognostication. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be really <laughs> nope. Monty will continue with the FU Olympics. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not so sure that's a <laughs> prognostication. Yeah, that should be a prediction. Oh, uh, what was the one I heard today? The uh, a person used the uh a word other than fuck you. They were saying fire truck you. <sighs> it's like, okay, that's okay. that's an alternate word cuz you don't like swearing, but I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I use fudge. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Close up. Close up. Okay. I'm getting ready. <laughs> All right, you gonna um, clean out your throat, <clears throat> getting that out of there? <clears throat> oh my god! It sounds like you're choking on something. Check out the other great Heli podcast, Free Fall RC Podcast, the Heli Head Show, Skids Up RC Heli Podcast, Inverted Down Under RC Heli Podcast, and the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. On rerun, BK RC Podcast, RC Heli Hooligans, Full Pitch RC Podcast, and the RC Heli Nation version 2.0 Podcast. Woo! Steve, you got to run for your money right there. Please comment on iTunes and Podbean. Help others find the show. Upcoming events we are attending. They ain't no friggin' events. They ain't got any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chill, chill out. out. February. Yeah, I haven't made a I haven't made a 2021 heli calendar yet, but uh, yeah, uh, chill out and the jamboree, the Earth jamboree and nationals. I know I'll do in those. Dates are already out for. Well, no, are dates out for chill out? Uh, February something. Yeah. I think it's the third week in February. Dates are already out for Nats, and dates are out for the Earth jamboree. So. So, next up, uh, scroll down in your favorite podcast app and click the link for more details. Uh, we have a link in there for our show notes. So, links to things we've talked about in the show and such. We actually have a whole document that has all the things we've talked about in all the episodes. So, you can see all sorts of stuff. So, if you're looking for something we talked about in an old episode you're listening to right now, scroll down, take a look. We have a whole document full of links. Does it have the Align vacuum cleaner in that document? No. Okay, then you can't find out about it. <laughs> oh, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. I appreciate you. 
This is it for yeah, the year. This is this is it for yeah. live recording for the year. Yeah. Even though we were never really live. We do appreciate everybody listening and putting up with all of us. Yes. Big thanks to everyone for the past three years uh, of us doing this. Yeah. Yeah, because our first episode, was it? Was it? December 31st, 2017. Well, yeah, but we recorded it before then. Uh, December 24th, 20, it was Christmas Eve, 2017. Did we really record it on Christmas Eve? It, we, I was in your basement at, 20, at, at, at Christmas Eve, yes. Wow. We should do a, a, a COVID edition in Monty's basement on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what the hell's a COVID edition? <laughs> <laughs> we just all show up with masks oh. in your basement on Christmas Eve. And, oh, and just talk like this for the whole time. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Well, it's, it just sounds like you normally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I hate you. Yeah. Well, you know, I. No, you don't. You love me. Dude, thank you all listeners. Uh, I hope you have a great Christmas and a great New Year's. Merry Christmas. Or whatever uh, whatever, whatever uh, practices or, or things you do, enjoy them. Um, I hope to see you at a field in 2020 or 2021. <laughs> 2020 is going to be over, dude. I'm going to go fly on the Saturday, so. Hey, I'm going to fly Saturday, too. i got to fly full scale this Saturday. I'm flying Saturday. I'm going to try to fly Sunday. I'm going to fly the flying <laughs> I'm going to go look up the flying <laughs> Oh, don't, I'm really don't, curious don't. about it. YouTube. I got to. All right. As I always say every year, Merry Christmas, fools. A Happy New Year. Jeez. Every year, man. Oh, his inner, his inner Virginia has come out. Yes. Is that what Quite that what? is? I guess. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, buddy. You guys, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You guys have a good one. Take care. Keep everybody safe. Crash something. Mm-mm. Or not. Knock your heli up the table. I want to hit stop. I want to hit stop. Yell at a drive. I want to hit stop. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, as we enjoyed taking the time to make them. If you have any questions regarding the show, such as future topics, events, or anything else, you can send us an email at telerotor at gmail.com, or on Facebook, search Telerotor. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the field. Welcome to the bloopers for this episode. We recommend you listen to them in private as the audio is loud and the subject matter a bit sophomoric. Enjoy. Javier will make a comeback and we'll hear from him more often. Javier. 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 Learn to Pilots. fucking read Spanish. Javier. In, in English. Javier. Not- it says Javier. The English version that says Javier. Javier. Oh God. Now how do you pronounce J-E-S-U-S? Jizzer. <laughs> That's going to the bloopers. Pilots recognize that they're low price. <laughs> That's going to the Pilots bl- recognize. <laughs> Pilots recognize that their low priced ESCs was more expensive component purchased wow, after the helicopter creates a crater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, right now we're talking about the fact that uh, there'll be no kids this time around, so we can do hookers and blow and and uh, and uh, betting on horses and everything else. This is turning into too much of an uncomfortable bromance. Uh. <laughs> I'm glad I got a flight lesson right that day. Oh, man. Flight lesson. Which day? Okay. That Saturday when you guys are going to be doing blowjobs and stuff. Oh my God! Did he just say the word blowjob? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, he's still here. I don't know what it means, but <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Did he just say he doesn't know what it means? He did. <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! He used another word. He didn't know what it meant. Oh no! An appropriate time or place. Going on the, with the cream pie. Oh no! <laughs> That's not going in the bloopers. You know, I'm just going to make a recording that just reads Urban Dictionary to Shaggy in his sleep and see what he wakes up saying. <laughs> oh, God. First, first day, we're going to start with the A's. <laughs> the next day, B's. And when you get to the V's, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <clears throat> he might be oh, married by then. Um, <laughs> I'm start looking up Urban Dictionary now. Oh, don't! Oh my God! Don't! Don't! <laughs> I'd reel it back, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm such a um. Shit! 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 What's the word? It starts with a P. Pussy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep on want to say pyromaniac, but I'm not a pyromaniac. Um, protagonist. No. I, I, I've always, I've always, I've always been, it, it's just, it's just, uh, I can see a lot of progression in that kind of technology, but I can also see a lot of potential of threats being involved. But Jesus, don't turn this podcast know. into a reason for the FAA, NSA, and everyone else to listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Mac Ruddick does not listen to us. I said FAA. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't he talk to the FAA? And stuff? No, he doesn't talk to the FAA. He's a He's not a reporter. Uh, he is not oh a God, reporter. Oh, God. Now he's taking offense that I've offended his job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you know what's the end of 2020? Uh, everybody, f your career. Are you proud of it? <laughs> f you. Jesus. Oh, that, was a, that was a jump off the deep end, dude. It was. Come on back. Fuck. Right. Oh, there's the Olympics. Okay. <laughs> Ian Joel missed that. Ben's like, why the hell am I on this show? Why did I come yeah, on Yeah, I know. Here? He's staying quiet for a reason. Anyway, I'm just going to end it up so it could be easier to wrap this up here. Yeah. Like, guys, let me take a leak before we start this. Okay, I'm going to grab a, 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 a back at you. Okay. Hey, right. What? Wait a minute. I guess I'll, I guess I'll do a leak, too. Well, folks, that's all. Do it for Dale, and I'll freaking see you later. I'm back. Is that you, John Wayne? Is this me? Is everyone else? No? Ugh, <clears throat> oh, gross.
Um, what the hell did you just do, Shaggy? I know, I know. You're screwing everything up. You just start undoing and then and then rewrite out your shit because you're fucking up my there. formatting. Okay, over there. That's better. How about that? No, you, you, you. you oh crap! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> I just did that. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Dick move. What? Uh, I think he's taking offense to some of the ones in here. Um, oh. So. So we should explain what prognostication. No, 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 no